Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome one and all to the greatest season on earth of the best podcast you've ever listened to, the world-renowned champions of voice recording, the hostile gentlemen are back for season three. You're listening to this very special intro by the one and only Dr. Hodge and my companion, um, and we are here to introduce you to the best season you could, will, shall, and wish you could ever have. We will cover all the topics you want, all the stories you desire, all the history that you've been begging for, and more. Because we are not only the undisputed heavyweights of podcast recording, but we are the greatest entertainment that you could listen to out of your JBL car speakers. So thank you, Chesapeake, Virginia, for listening, and welcome to Season 3. Anything else, Adam? Yes. Very good. No, are shut up rolling we are rolling on what was supposed to be episode 42 but is still episode 41 41 and a half Ooh, 41 and a half you want to tell the listeners why uh well the reason why is because i have to spend a lot more time editing than i thought i would have to but it's okay and we're going to enjoy the time that we have together now do you really think it'll work I really hope so. Hopefully, because we got nothing. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't work, I'm going to sell everything and become a politician. He's going to quit. That's a horrible decision. Yeah, Kanye's doing it. <laughs> Dude, I've listened to that shit for three hours in the past three days. Kanye, Kanye West rambling for th- two hours and 55 minutes. What, that Joe Rogan thing yeah. you did? God damn it. That was the only time I've ever checked out that podcast, and I regret wasting three hours on, of my he time. He was on Joe Rogan? He finally went on Joe Rogan. And it was just awful. I it's thought he was waiting awful. for the whole COVID thing to end. Nope, he did it. No, he's on 15 ballots to be president. No, and you can always write him in, too. Yeah, he made it to 15. Oh, Utah, he's first. He's above Trump. And then Kanye Trump... Well, I you think know, it's. Supp- I thought it was supposed to go in alphabetical order. God, I hate this Apparently world. Not. He he said him. nothing in three hours. No, I think he lives in Utah now. No, he was in uh, the California. He's, he's building California? a church and an arena. Oh God, damn it! And yep. a stage. Holy fuck! And he's reinventing transportation, food. Yep. Um, politics, how I to think, to how to be to creative. It's so bad. Joe Rogan didn't say anything. Are you wearing a Tolkien shirt? Uh, this is tattoo artist uh, Tanner Pratt. He actually oh. listens to us. Oh. Or might have well, and stopped because we insulted something he believed in. Well, Tanner Pratt, you definitely <laughs> uh, ripped off J.R. Tolkien's logo. So, congratulations. Junior Tolkien? Okay. I like him. That's a yep. good shirt. Too. He's very comfortable. 
Cool. Thanks for listening. Great well, episode, guys. I'll keep insulting have a good our weekend. 50 viewers that we have. Hey, we got 50 just in Chesapeake. All right? We have a lot of people in Chesapeake that still listen to us for God knows what reason. Fucking we're good. Uh, we have a lot anyways, of people liking so, our fucking posts from three years ago that just somehow <laughs> appeared on Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah. So, before I forget, we do have to ask Dave how he feels about getting two gaming systems for us not having a threesome because I feel like shit about it. Well, I mean, I'm sad that you guys didn't acquire said threesome, but I am glad and happy to be victorious. We did try hard. And the systems are still right there. Yep. We didn't sell them for money. Nope. nope he still has It's so like when you win a car and you're like, well, oh, fuck this. <laughs> Actually, we had a conversation earlier where he may sell some systems, but he'll still keep the ones we bought. Yeah. In memory of our failures. Yeah. <laughs> that way, every time we come down to record, we can remember how shitty we are at getting threesomes. Exactly. Still hasn't happened for me. Still hasn't happened for me either, so. Still hasn't happened for me either. But, ladies, the cards are still on the table if you are interested. Austin's a single man. I am still a single man. I got stood up the other day on yet another date. So, any lady that doesn't want to stand me up, I can make you a very nice lamb meal. But you can stand on him. He would like that. Ah, it depends. I'll take a back crack. It depends on a lot of different factors. Yep, but he's okay with it. Just don't use the lamb. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. stand on me with the lamb, please. Yeah, don't don't bring that kind of food into the whole mix. No. Maybe some chocolate syrups or, in his case, uh, some... I have done some, like, whipped cream so, stuff. So, uh, let's say some whipped cream yeah, or some I vanilla. Think done, I think treats. I've done chocolate syrup. I know for a fact I've definitely rubbed some chocolate cake. If you're going to get ice cream and parts. rub it on him, just make sure it's uh, non-dairy no. because yes. he can't yeah. uh, have the dairy. dairy take is uh, slowly diminishing. If it seeps into his pores, you'll have a horrible night. Also, uh, I have done pop, uh, taken a Boston cream pie and kind of mashed it across uh, a, across a girl's pie. body That's before. Disgusting. So, so I will eat cake off you. That's as like well. taking a jelly filled donut and just like smearing it across <laughs> somebody. <laughs> Look at your sticky. <laughs> I, don't, I wonder what flavor would be best. I really, I don't think you should do any like raspberry or anything. It's like to be the custard. red. That's basically what a Boston cream yeah, pie is. But a, but a donut version so it can squirt out. Oh, Yep. What if you just did the, the just straight cream? I don't like cream donuts. No, cream's stupid. It's too fluffy. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be custard. Yeah, custard's what's up. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Hi. So we do have a, uh, since this episode is released and you're listening to it on Halloween on your drive to <laughs> some... <laughs> These are oh, natural no, sound man. effects because we are not a sound effect podcast. 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 We're not a podcast either. <laughs> we could be. We're not. The amount of noodles I eat, we could become a podcast. It would just be me and me and Nat listening to you noodles. talk about noodles. That's all it would be. I eat a lot of noodles. And us go. What? Actually, since quarantine, mm-hmm. I've eaten a lot less noodles than usual. But I did have pho the other day. It's pronounced fa. Oh, shut the fuck up. It is pronounced fa. <laughs> it's the fa king. And you had a whole box of noodles when we were over there for wrestling. Well, no, I didn't eat a whole box of noodles. <laughs> I gave Matt at least half of what I made. Oh, okay. What did I even make? You made uh, fishing noodles. Oh, no, I made food the day before. Oh, no, you know what? I did eat that whole box. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't that day. It was split between two days. Okay. So it was only eight ounce of noodles. So a half day. a box of noodles. Anyways, I got some scary stories <laughs> uh, uh, about noodles that I can read. Spooky. I know uh, Nagy and Dave have what one story each or so. Yeah, uh, my stories are very long and they're very. Uh, two of them are scary and two of them are psychologically damaging. So 
I will ask you guys. Psychologically damaging. To start. Okay. Start out the gate, right? I don't, I don't think you're going to enjoy what I mean by psychologically damaging, but we'll find out. Oh, God damn it. Hey, it was actually your first choice, wasn't it? No, it's my third story. I keep ah. looking at your screen now because the red fucking bars. <laughs> it's really distracting. All right, here we go. The story is from a u- internet user called Flame Wolf. 69. Nope, just Flame Wolf. Oh. We do have a. Uh, the last story I have is Blood Candy 420. Oh, of course. Flame Wolf. Um, but this is by Flame Wolf, and it's called In the Freezer. Ooh. Oh, Flame Wolf Freezer. <laughs> What's the comparison? <laughs> one's There's hot, one's not. Involved, uh, feel free to interject if you find part Fire of the story nice. too scary. Oh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. To say he felt like shit was a massive understatement. He felt bloated, his bulging stomach putting pressure on his pelvis. None of this was helped by an aching back or an unrelenting horniness that he was helpless to relieve. Despite a rigorous exercise and diet routine, his weight had refused to drop, defying any logic at all. In fact, his belly simply continued to swell, something inside putting pressure on both his lungs and his bladder. Running a shaking hand through his tussled blonde hair, this Michelin star chef stared at his reflection with frightened eyes. What's a Michelin star? Uh, Michelin star is something you get for having like one of the best restaurants in the world. Yeah. So have anything to do with the tire? Nope. Well, he's got a chef's coat on. (laughs) I know what this guy looks like with his blonde hair. You you will know what he looks like. Michelin man with a wig. You'll know what he looks like very shortly, because he does have a name eventually. Uh Cancer had been one of the things plaguing his thoughts lately and had been one of the principal reasons why he had refused to seek medical attention before now. Pulling on his tailored chef whites, he forced these thoughts to the back of his head. He had to get to the set of Hell's Kitchen to lead his team through what was likely to be another disastrous dinner service. Gordon Ramsay. I got it. Yep. Spoiled it. but Blonde hair. Bloated. Swallowing a handful. Wants to jerk off all the time. Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) Swallowing a handful of aspirin to help with the soreness in his back, he buttoned his front white coat as he made his way out the door. I don't know why he's wearing his chef's coat as like a jacket to get to work, but because what's the point of wearing a jacket when you got a chef's coat? It's not that warm. It's warmer than not having a jacket. That's true. <laughs> Instead of getting better, the tightness in his muscles worsened, bringing his already short temper to an all new low. Placing both hands on his lower back and grimacing, he snapped an order to the cook nearest to him to start again on the risotto. While she had while she had done nothing wrong, he felt he had to take his misery out on somebody. Because why should he be in pain and nobody else? He sounds yeah. like a bully. He is slightly bully. He's a dick. That was when something he, dropped into his lower belly, and he felt time freeze around him. Was it an ice cube? <laughs> no. Just no. It was time. Making oh. some quick excuse, he ran into the walk-in freezer, locking the door behind him. Now it's frozen around him. (laughs) (laughs) Something inside of him had definitely moved, and he felt a cold sweat break out over his wrinkled forehead. How would you sweat if you're in a freezer? For the he's he's really in pain. Oh my god! It's a cold sweat too. (laughs) It's like a dry heat. It's like a it's like a dry heat. (laughs) For the first time in a long time, Gordon Ramsay felt scared. 
That was when his muscles contracted painfully, knocking all the wind from his lungs while liquid splashed on the tile floor behind him. To shit himself? Fearing the worst, he pulled off his pants and underwear before feeling at his slightly puffy pecker. Puffy pecker. Pulling his... A boner? What's going on here? Pulling his hand back to the front, he was stunned to see a clear fluid on his fingertips rather than the blood that he had feared. He came. Instead no, that's, of that's bleeding cr- out of that's his penis? That's milky. Oh, is cream shit coming out? Oh, it's clear. Clear? That's weird. Before he could question it, whatever well, he was that, carrying... That would be pre-ejaculate. Hold on, you'll find out soon. Pre-ejaculate's clear. Before he could question it, whatever he was carrying dropped lower inside of him. Uh Uh-oh. Huffing while feeling oddly full down there, the chef instinctually got into a squat, (laughs) placing both hands on his upper thighs. He breathed through the pain, washing over him as it slowly ebbed away. I'm telling you, he shit himself. Able to, he's got one hell of a shit. Able to breathe normally, he rested his hand on the shelves behind him while he tried to gather his strengths to move. There was something horribly wrong with him, and he had to call 911. Before he could reach for the pants that he had thrown across the freezer, another spasm overtook him. Gritting his teeth, he felt something move lower and lower, as if pushed downward by the muscle contractions he was experiencing. Swearing gruffly, as he often did, he dug... (laughs) He dug his blood nails into his thighs while he rode out the latest wave. What the fuck? It was all happening so fast, another pain soon replacing the one that had just ended, over and over again. That was when he felt a strange burning in his anus. What? Reaching behind him, he nearly swallowed his tongue when he felt something rather large and covered in hair just beginning to protrude from his tiny anus hole. No. And it says it does say anus hole, not asshole. Anus. Anus. A penis anus. from my anus. Anus hole. No, it has hair on it. Are you not getting this yet? He's got a penis from his anus. No, he forgot the gerbil was up there. <laughs> Maybe. crawling out. Maybe he had a hairball. Whimpering as yet another Maybe. pain crashed over him. He planted both feet before giving it into the urge to push. <sighs> he could feel his hole stretching. <sighs> Even worse, whatever was coming out of him was pressing right against his prostate, giving him the most painful boner he had ever experienced. Oh, man. <laughs> Hissing between clenched teeth, he reached for his weeping member, while, which, I, oh, God. which I'm assuming is his just everlasting coming penis. I don't want to picture a weeping <laughs> member. Hmm. Hold on, where was it? Uh, You're a uh, weeping member. Yeah, I gotta find it in my thing. I've lost it. Just worry, hissing between clean reachers, weeping member while continuing to push helplessly. Just as his fingers met his aching flesh, the contraction ended, drawing a relieved breath from his strained lungs. Taking a few seconds to catch his breath, he felt at his entrance, which I'm guessing is his ass. Yes. While beginning a slow rhythm with his other hand. What? A sl- Wait, <laughs> a, what? A slight dome was protruding out from him, making him think of a baby's head. Then another wave was overtaking him, and all he thought, all thought, was shoved away for his need to push as well as pleasure himself. Oh no! Grunting softly and humping his own hand, oh, no. he felt a sense of wonder as his fingers encountered the tops of the eyebrow ridges. He was not only pregnant. But he was giving birth to his baby right now. Nice. And jerking off. What? Nice. 
Shocked by this revelation, he let out a soft moan as the shoulders pressed hard against his uh, tiny nodule yeah. deep inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Gordon Ramsay moan. Yeah. While his mind whirled with questions on how this could have happened, he kept pushing while pleasuring himself. God. As odd as his circumstances were, he was helpless to stop any of what was happening. Taking a breath when the latest contraction ended... Gordon prepared himself for what was next to come. Fingering his leaking member and and cupping... Why is he fingering it? What is he putting... How do you put your finger in your pee hole? I don't know. I don't know if if that's what he means by leaking Maybe he means tickling. And cupping his child's head, he bore down as the pain washed over him. Slowly but surely, the head slid free until it popped out entirely, greatly relieving the amount of pressure he was currently feeling. Holding the babe in one hand, he took a moment to catch his breath while the contractions ebbed. Ebbed. Nagy, how do you feel about this story so far? Are you enjoying this? I'm wondering how the umbilical cord comes into play. Okay. Everything inside of him tingled, and he felt slightly lightheaded as he felt himself approaching the most powerful orgasm he had ever had. He's still jerking off with the baby. Fucking hell, he hissed softly as a mixture of awe and astonishment in his really poorly accented voice went. It was weird enough that he was pushing out a new human being in a walk-in freezer in his restaurant. This just added a whole new shade of strange to his situation. Oh, that's the strange part. (laughs) Moaning low and loud as another contraction washed over him, he pushed helplessly while more of the child emerged into his hand. Hissing while one shoulder stretched his his pucker. Pecker. I think he he means his ass. Yeah, his puckered butthole. He felt another shudder of arousal roll, roll through him like thunder. Sweat shining on his wrinkled forehead, he moved his other hand faster over his turgid, leaking member. So it yeah. is penis. Member. Yeah. Already pre already pre-cum was flowing out of his tip and onto his hand, adding a much-needed lubrication for his efforts. A low, guttural noise escaped him when the first shoulder finally came free, but he just couldn't stop. His body continued to try to bring the babe forth, despite the fact the contraction had already ended. Because of this, he was treated to the unique sensation of the second shoulder popping out of him slowly. A constant stream of swearing poured out of his... A constant stream of swearing poured out from him, breathing rough and labored as his hand moved on his painfully hard erection. Jesus Christ. (laughs) With a final roar, he came explosively... All over his freezer. The rest of his infant slipping free into his other waiting, non-cummed hand. Oh. Carefully, he brought the fluid-coated newborn around so he could look at his beautiful child. What do you mean, shit-covered newborn? Not surprised to find that it was a boy, he felt instantly in love. Not bothering to pull up his pants, he slid into the mess he had made on the floor, which I'm guessing is his cum. Yep. Before pulling out his cellular and dialing 911. Ah, very good. Uh, probably don't want a, yeah, anybody there. Yeah, you don't want to be there. You this don't want is, anybody there. This is Gordon Ramsay. I just gave birth in my walk-in freezer, and I need an ambulance. He requested in a strangely calm tone while he 
carefully shrugged off his chef coat to swaddle his cold babe. Ugh. That's it. Hmm. That's well, in the freezer by Fire, fire Dog. Flame Flame Wolf. Wolf. Fire Dog. Flame, Flame Dog Wolf. in the freezer. This is why I don't read romance fucking novels. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. It's true. It's a, this is. I told you, psychologically damn. Oh, it's like a. Oh. <laughs> I hated oh. it, but at the same time, I almost wish I. You kind of liked it. Never though, huh? heard it. I pictured the whole thing as Gordon Ramsay in South Park character. <laughs> like that's how then I it's not as disgusting that way. Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yeah, I pictured the whole thing like that. I imagine the whole thing when when in SpongeBob they zoom in real close every once in a while and you see all the boogers and acne. That's how oh. I was visualizing it. So it wasn't funny. So you were just visualizing a throbbing member, a real yeah. stickiness everywhere, leaking ejaculate. The mozzarella cheese is on the fucking like, is wall. That, is that fucking? Is it like? I don't get why he's jerking off while he's giving birth. That's kind of. It's because it's hitting his prostate. That's got some, like, child pedophilia vibes to it, yeah? It's like the male G-spot is in the asshole. Yeah, but still, you're going to jerk off while you're giving birth? It's kind of weird. He didn't know what was happening. He did at one point, though. Mm-mm. You, he couldn't stop it. Yeah. That's what that's... I mean, he could stop the, jerking off. No, in the story, he couldn't stop. He could have. He couldn't. He made his choice. It was either... His hand was automatic. Yeah. He made his decision to come with his baby. Oh. I know, right? It's a weird... Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Oh, this is the start. Welcome of to episode 41 and a half. <laughs> yep. It will be it will be titled 41, but it's technically 42. We're going to reverse 41 and 42. Oh, that's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll say some wrong dates. Oh, yeah, we definitely will. We'll have a president by then. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I don't think well, we'll... depends on how long... Um, I, I mean, don't think we're going to release another episode, but... Well, yeah, I guess to count all the ballots. It de- yeah, let's say it depends on how long it's going to... Well, there's other places that are counting a day early and all that other stuff, because... It's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. <laughs> we're not a political podcast, though, so we don't even care about the election. There was either. nothing really that's going on in November that I could think of. There is nothing going on in November until Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You got my birthday. No. I thought that was Thanksgiving. Oh, my birthday is like four days after the election. Oh. <laughs> They're still going to be counting. Nobody's going to be coming to your birthday. My birthday's on a Saturday. That's sweet. That'll be fun. Good times. I know. It's literally the week after Halloween. What are you going to do? Sit around? Yep. And wait for them to finish counting ballots? I'm going to do the same thing I do every day, which is just play guitar in my house alone. <clears throat> mm. Anyways, when do you guys want to tell a story? Oh, one eight hundred ladies. <laughs> yeah, uh, my phone's way over there, so you can if you want. Okay, I guess. Well, I'll I go. figured I would do like I told one, like you guys tell one, take a break. I'll tell another story. You tell yours, take a break. Maybe I'll do the last. How about you quit telling people our our yeah our agendas? Fucking your way whole to do master this plan thing. is being they like it. Given away, the people like it. The they want to hear the back. They want to hear the backstage Seer? of Hostile Gentlemen. No, they wish they could be here. They do. They do. We have highlights on our Instagram now. If you want to see what we look like when we move, or even <laughs> what we look like, if you never knew. Yeah, yeah. For everyone in Chesapeake, because I know I've never met anyone from Chesapeake. Yep. <laughs> Been meaning to visit though. Have you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Even my, know where it is. In it's in my, yeah, yeah. I want to hit up Rhode Island and just go a little st- south, a little north, you know, see right up. I mean, honestly, I'd rather go to Richmond than Chesapeake. Well, it's I was on just the way. In Richmond. Yeah, you and are. you didn't stop by. 
You didn't stop. <laughs> no. You were just no, ready. Didn't even, didn't even you didn't think even, about you it. You didn't even think about high fiving all of our fans. No, but I did go to Point Pleasant, which we will uh, we'll discuss later on. Okay. That's a good. That's a good reaction. You're not going to like the story I have. I assume not. After <laughs> listening, what the other I just two. Heard. The other two I'll tell before the last one is more scary. I guess. Well, on a lighter note, we're going to talk about an Australian woman who gave birth to Gordon Ramsay. No, who had a more than a week long headache due to tapeworm larva in her brain. Oh, I've heard about her before. (laughs) I think it's slightly worse. (laughs) Yes. 25 year old Australian woman was found to have tapeworm larva in her brain after experiencing a headache for more than a week. The unidentified woman is a barista, also known as Coffee Lady, who never traveled overseas and is known to be the first case of this disease in Australia, according to the American Journal of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene. Really a disease. Why, why is just... the American Journal discovering this? <laughs> of tropical <laughs> medical medicine and hygiene. Why is it the Australian Medical Journal doing so anything about I think, this? I think what it was is that, well, this is an American article, so I think they read from the right. American Journal that read from the Australian Journal right. that this was the first case. So she never went anywhere? No, apparently she's never tra- traveled overseas, according to her. Hmm. She just ate some shit fucking meat. But yeah. Some shit meat? She ate some shit meat with some tapeworm in it. Why are they exporting meat like that? Well, because... No, they're eating kangaroos. That's how it goes. Yeah, but they said there was no... Kangaroo meat's supposed to be really good. This is the first ever case? First ever case of someone who's never gone overseas. Yeah, so this is just like... This is totally new. Australia's had tapeworms before. For Australia. Right. Well, I'm getting what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so, just, so she never left the country. Never left the and country. And no one has ever gotten it in Australia no, that didn't leave it. the country. Oh, yes. Correct. Correct. She's the first case of never leaving the country and getting it in Australia. Did what she, a fucking hero. Did she hang out with someone close? That Well, she's a barista, also known as a coffee lady. Yeah, there's beans. You get them wet. Well, she definitely would have. She wouldn't have made the news for anything else. Well, I'll, tell you I'll, that I'll get you here. I'll get you here. So for seven years, this woman has experienced quite the few migraines, two to three a month. Well, so she got it at 18 years old. She's usually able to get rid of it. For in, a couple of years. Yeah. Wow. For seven years. Wow. You're having years. this for seven years and you're not going to no, go see no, a no. doctor? For seven years, she normally she would get migraines two to three times a month. But she was able to make them go away with her prescribed migraine medication. You know, it's not that. Remember that story that you covered with the dude that had the coke, no, the weed in, yeah, his, in his nose, nose. Yeah. for like twenty five years. He was getting <laughs> headaches oh, yeah, and did nothing about it. Infections yeah. and all and that. It's, about just, it, yeah. it's not that crazy. Wasn't he yeah. in prison too? Yep. Yeah. yeah he that's snorted. Why he, that's why he weed. put it up there. Yeah, and he forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> That was on Australia, else, too. Else? That was in Australia. I think so. What mm-hmm. else are you doing for that long? I don't know. I'm, th- I'm pretty sure I said the same thing. You probably. We covered it. Like, probably. What else are you thinking about to where you forgot that you had weed stuffed in your nose? No, no. I just thought I had a sinus infection for 25 years. <laughs> I don't know. So, so. Well, what? So it's larva growing in her brain? Correct. So, so uh, for we'll seven years, it's just been larva? No. For okay. seven years, she just experiences migraines, and she normally is able to take care of them with prescribed medication. 
Okay. Okay. But this recent headache lasted a lot longer than her normal migraine would. Well, like three years? No, it only lasted uh, continuously. So her migraines, normally she would get one, two to three in a month. I feel like that's a lot of migraines. That's still a lot of migraines, but that's like... But I guess it is It is a get, woman, if you correct? Get one, yeah, women have it every month yeah. for sure. Yeah. So if you get one this week... You're good for two for weeks. One day, it's not a whole... Th- this current headache she had was continuous for more than a week. Which oh. means she did not ever, it didn't ever stop hurting. Oh. Dude, you know what? I stole one from uh, the women's complaining book <laughs> this year. Uh, whenever I go in just like really hungover, mm-hmm. I just tell my client that uh, I get like a migraine once every couple months until it just happens to be the day. Nice. And no one questions it ever. <laughs> but like realistically, I'm like, I drink until five in the morning. It's <laughs> noon right now. And I slept for like four hours and fucking dying it was like all oh, migraine yeah no it's nothing i did wrong just a migraine it's that's great. what that's no one's what ever questioned it. yeah they don't they, nobody ever questions migraines nope so since this one lasted well, no one expects you to be an alcoholic that stays up till five in the morning <laughs> on a wednesday night <laughs> on a wednesday night exactly unless unless you're a, a certain someone we know that i won't yeah. put their name out because i think i've already said too many names yeah you're pretty mm-hmm. good at that yeah we haven't put out any social security numbers yet that's good. That's a positive. I think we have done an address once. I think I deleted the address that we put out. But yes, I'm pretty sure we got oh, close. Man. So since this one lasted for so long, she actually did decide to go seek treatment. Oh, that's smart. So doctors ordered an MRI that led them to believe that she had a tumor that may be causing her headaches. Idiots. But... Little did they know. When they cut her open... They found that her brain contained a cyst full of tapeworm larvae. They're trying to take over. Where? Like the frontal lobe? I don't know. I mean, she wasn't special, so I don't think it was the frontal lobe. Okay. It was somewhere else in her brain. She wasn't special. It was the uh, trying to be effective side. pressing on your frontal lobe makes you pretty much a retard. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you don't just become a retard. Aren't you born? Every serial killer is a retard because they've been punched in the forehead. Yeah, yeah if you get hit hard enough. Childhood development. Yeah. I know a guy that curb stomped. Well, I guess if you, do, uh, if you do get disability. a lobotomy, you become a retard. Yeah, they do it on purpose to make sure you don't feel anything. Are we still able to use the word retard? Yeah, I brought it back. We, we brought been... back the T. Okay, we, we haven't all, gotten all, taken away from the us tees. yet. Nobody said anything about the T. Okay, all right. So just, far, nobody's yelled about the T. During the lecture, I was just saying the guy that was giving the lecture. He was, had nothing to do with what the lecture was about. It was about tattooing. But he was just like, yeah, you know, every once in a while, I'd go home, play some Call of Duty Warzone, call 12-year-olds retards. And, oh, did I just say the hard R? He's like, <laughs> guys, I am so sorry. And, and he kept going about sorry. And I, I kind of forgot what he was talking about because I zoned out. And I was like, what are you talking about? What's a hard R? He's mm-hmm. like, you know, just when there's <laughs> slow. He's like, give me a hand. Just yeah. I'm like, you talking about retards? And I'm like, oh, shit, I said it, too. Like, Here, apologize for me, man. It's addictive. Yeah, oh, you hear man. it once, you got to say it. <laughs> it just goes around. So once they found this, she was diagnosed with... Retards in her brain. With a, <laughs> yeah, with a parasite known as... <clears throat> Tapulus wormus. Globulus fungamologulus. Fl- 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 
Why, why does it have to sound fat? Because <laughs> it's, it's a worm. It's got to be gross and just fucking like. So it's got to be Job of the Hut for some reason. Like, <laughs> no, it's known as neurocysticirosis. D? Yeah. Neurocysticirosity? Something like that. Okay. Which can be deadly, of course, and cause neurological symptoms or damage. A neurocysty, serocysty. So you wonder how do I? How do you get this kind of disease? How do you get this? What, what I was wondering hey, is, Doctor Dave, how do you? Uh, real quick, oh, um, yes, I yes. would just look it up, but my phone's over there. Uh, the longest tapeworm that was inside of a human body—it's yeah. it's a world, Guinness World Record for it. It's a yeah, guy in India. I wouldn't doubt it. I forgot what it was, but it was ridiculous. It was like thirty feet. Long, yeah, because their organs feet? wrap around so much. No, they're huge, dude. Sometimes when the tapeworm starts growing, I mean, they, I mean, they get in there. Damn. I mean, some of the ones they pull out, they're f- feet long, like <sighs> for sure. It's bad. Did Anyways. you see that stupid Trailer Park Boys cartoon where Ricky makes pets? Yes. his pet is a tapeworm. Yes, he feeds she keeps it. eating it. <laughs> he feeds it. That's so, so ridiculous. So, Doctor Dave. Oh yes. yes. Oh, Doctor Dave's back. Doctor Dave, how can you get a? Uh, Neurocysty, serocysty. <laughs> so this is how you get a neurocysty, serocysis. T. Oh, this okay. is how you get it. Well, see what happens. This is what happens. What happens? Put that away. Okay. Stop looking at porn. Oh, sorry. Just sorry, let sorry, us sorry, know. Sorry. I'm, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Okay. I, I, I don't understand so, why we go to this doctor people, every time. People He's a doctor typ- of ass kicking now. Well, typically, typically. Okay. Okay. This disease is from eating. Uncooked pork. I was gonna say ass. Or <laughs> that too. What the Muhammad's like to call the dirty swine. Yeah, so, it's just a pig. Uncooked pork again. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's that's it. So that's you it. just wanted to throw in that that my people call it a different They they don't like it. That they don't like pig. They don't eat the pig. They you gotta get the pig cow. hot. They well, Indians respect the cow. Yeah. We don't like Indians. We like Native Americans. <laughs> we don't like those telemarketers calling, <laughs> calling themselves. Hello, this is Jeff. <laughs> this is Jeff. Your name is not Jeff. Hello, Hello. my name is Jeff. Hello, my name's Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, too. Their men, their women sound like men. Thank you for calling Microsoft. I am in Texas. Yes. You can also get it in contact with just any food or water or soil that has these tapeworm eggs in it. So no matter what, like if these eggs exist somewhere, these larvae exist somewhere, you contact that shit, you can get that shit. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, what? You touch it and you get it? You get it. It just goes straight to your brain? Well, the problem is, is that no, it'll find its way to lay wherever it wants to lay where it feels comfortable. But the problem is, is that like the average person, you know, you touch things, it's just like the COVID's. You touch things, and then you touch your mouth, and then you get the COVID. Hmm. Yeah. So that's what they always say. That's why I always give the whole, like, uh, you know, hand sanitizer and things of that nature. Hmm. Kill yep. the tapeworm. Kill it. Kill the eggs. So researchers noted that the only person, the only other previous cases in Australia all came from people who visited either Africa, Asia, or Latin America. She like I said before, is the only one to ever not leave the country and obtain this disease hmm. yes neither and according to her neither her nor her nor her relatives had traveled anywhere outside the region so it's had to come from someone in the barista but they oh, noted okay. 
that her work as a barista or coffee lady. Oh, lady of the coffee. The lady that makes the uh, coffee. Yes. Well, she doesn't make it. She just presses a button and hands a cup. She might grind the coffee herself. No, they have machines for that. Well, she presses the button when the grind to make it grind. She's not making. Well, she's got to add the foam. Most people don't want foam. They want (laughs) to. Who doesn't want foam on their cappuccinos? Uh, Australians. Australia. I don't even know if Australians drink cappuccinos. I mean, I was an American so. thing. It's a barista. Cappuccino is not even an American word. A cappuccino. If, if well, hold on. If I'm right, cappuccinos were invented by the British Jeff? for American soldiers. Were they invented by Jeff? No, it was during World War II <laughs> when Americans wanted a cup of coffee, and it was not to English standards. They were called a cappuccino. It's because well, of Americans we'll in World do, War II. We'll do some research on that one and get back I'm to per, you. I'm 90% positive that's what it is. All right. Maybe in the... Well, you won't hear it on the next episode. So maybe the episode after the next episode... You might hear it after I have my cigarette information on that one. Which I'm dying to have. Anyway, oh, it's because certain somebody didn't want to smoke. So apparently the coffee lady comes in contact with many people of different countries, of course. And colors. Because Australia yes. is where you need to go for a cappuccino. So my two because things... Because coffee stores are for everybody. This is a coffee shop because she's a barista. You get it right. Well, either way, they they have equal <laughs> rights for all colors. Yes, just like the rest of the world should. Coffee salons. Yes. Coffee so facility. A couple questions here. So, so I was thinking about this. I was like, okay. So they just pretty much just said she must have just touched somebody random or come in contact with somebody with this, but they're not going to actually investigate anything. When did the story come out? This was... Did I write it down? I didn't write it down. Well, if it's new, why is she touching it's anybody? It's COVID. Yeah. Shouldn't be touching anybody. She yeah. has six feet distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Unless you're a Republican. Now, on top of... On flip side of that is... What nice, kind of... A nice little toss. Give <laughs> <laughs> a shout out. What kind of dirty coffee shop just got tapeworm eggs all over the place? Are they not sanitizing properly? This is COVID. It is. You should be sanitizing very See? properly, See? unless you're a Republican. And I just want you, to, and I just want you to know. So if we find out there is another pandemic there related, is. related to this goddamn tapeworm, oh, <laughs> oh it's the new killer it's fucking Australia. It's a third. Just thing. want all you know that I said it first, and I told you. Yeah, hey, uh, he did. This is where it was coming from, so and creepy. they didn't is do this, any investigation. Is this a warning from Dave or Doctor Dave? Ro- oh, Doctor Dave says you just get the fuck out. Of where? The, the place. Just get, just get out? Yeah, when the tapeworm comes, you run. <laughs> yeah. It's simple. I mean, it's I don't so know. It's just, man, we're going to have to wear masks and gloves now. We're yep. going to double up. You already wear gloves. Just at work. Yeah, once these tapeworms come out, you better be wearing everything. Does it have to be fucking a certain kind of glove? It's you a, can't wear cloth gloves. You got to have to wear a permanent love glove. Because sometimes they get in your pee hole. Thanks, Dr. Dave. Oh, we got to wear it there, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, I am not wearing condoms. Uh, All day, every nope. day. Nope. Nope. With, with the reservoir tip. I'd rather give birth to a child in a walk-in freezer. You have to and jerk fucking, off. I don't think I would jerk off. You have to replace your it. fucking piss condom every time you piss? Every time. Well, I'm going to have to quit drinking it? because of this. Probably. Or no, or you just got to... No, well, you're taking it off to pee, so you got to put a new one on. You got to start bootlegging fucking condoms. Because nobody wants tapeworm in the pee hole. Just rewash them. You can't. 
You can get lambskin condoms. They won't be able, they won't be available. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, lambs are going to be going in danger pretty Have soon. Have you ever worn a lambskin condom? I haven't worn a condom since I was. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I, don't, I forgot how condoms work. It's been so long. It's been a while. Uh, okay. So I take that as a no. You've never worn a no, lambskin. No, all I ever had was. Don't ask me. I've never worn a lambskin. The ones that you can bake balloons out of. That's the only kind of. You bake balloons out of any of them. Yeah, never, never used a lambskin condom. I, I feel either. like it's from 1922, so I don't, I don't wear. It's like reusable. Yeah, yeah, you can wash them. It's weird. Hmm. I mean, I guess technically, I and you that. use them on multiple women. Technically, I mean, you could. They used to use burlap. I don't think that's very effective. But it's true. Yeah, but how effective is burlap? But There's it's still true. holes in it. It's true. It well, that, happened. That doesn't mean it's I good. Was like, I, I, that just took me into a whole other level. I was looking at prophylactics and like how they like copacetic over the years. prophylactics. Speaking what of are these words you're speaking saying. Speaking of prophylactics, <laughs> on the next episode. What the fuck's a prophylactic? Prophylactic. It's uh, preventative. It's preventative from getting. Yeah, it's like condoms, uh, giving UDIs. Birth. Yeah, anything that prevents oh, birth. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck's a prophylactic? <laughs> Well, Does it sound on, real? <laughs> on the next on the next episode, I am going to cover paroxysm. Okay, then maybe I'll cover the history of the prophylactic. It, it would go hand. No, in you hand. you already told me what? about the blowjob king. You're going to cover the man of many blowjobs. The man yeah. of many blowjobs. Should I say it now? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't remember. Oh yeah, Ron, you, I mean, I guess we're drinking a lot. But you told me you were going to cover <laughs> Stephen King. Not Stephen King, that's the writer. Stephen Hawking. Oh, about how he loved blowjobs. Right. We did talk about that. Really? Yeah, he's... Yeah, beep, 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 boop. <laughs> Get over it here. I love that blowjob. You know, he used to be able to talk. Well, there was a day. Yeah, and he got a tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, very, he's a very smart man. I mean, he got a lot of ladies. I heard, I heard he was a swinger, and I also heard that he loved strip clubs. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they we're going to cover him. him. Okay. Well, he's going right. to cover him. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> okay. Well, is that it for this uh, scary disease that we all now have to look out for as well? Yeah, our new our new problem. Yeah, this is what, October's issue? Because Australia is not checking anything. Someone else will do it. America report. <laughs> Keep us updated. Australia is still not doing anything about the tapeworm <laughs> epidemic. They uh, call it the Aussie worms. The, the Aussie worms. <laughs> We will get Australia for their worms. Just turns into the movie Tremors. <laughs> Ugh, I tattooed a fucking a, a stag beetle Are you getting sleepy today. over there? Yeah, man. The past four days, I only got like four hours of sleep <laughs> each night. Uh, so I tattooed the stag beetle today. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about bugs <sighs> being you know, ten times their size. Mm-hmm. And how fucking terrifying that is. Like paramanthuses, their jaws can bite through metal. Yeah. For as tiny as they are, but they have like the strong one of the strongest jaws on the planet. Like a snapping turtle. But what if it was ten times its size? Right. Like our size. Right. And have, it could just, have you ever seen the movie Eight Legged Freaks? I don't want to. It's a good one. David that, Arquette. Don't like good bugs. old David Arquette. It is funny though. It's kind of funny. I think if you're afraid funny. of spiders, don't watch it. I am. It's a lot of spiders. But you should watch it because I know you'll give the review to everyone on the fucking Could channel. Could you imagine Nagy's review? One of those goddamn centipedes coming out of your fucking toilet, like 
What's oh yeah, all your shit on it. Like yeah. that big. I got haunted by crocodiles <laughs> and alligators seen, like, the when Brazilian I was younger. Oh, I hate one of those things. Like the rainforest yeah. centipedes and shit. They're like fucking like they're three, long. four feet long. They're not that thick. I was just thinking like size wise when he was talking about that. Just could you imagine like a like that big around? Mm. And then like yeah, you know, its legs are three four feet, feet long. It's like that worm. Oh remember that? God. Did you guys ever watch SpongeBob? Like, remember that giant worm in SpongeBob that almost ate Sandy? No, but I remember the giant worm in Men in Black. That was a big boy. Yeah, it's pretty scary too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we can we please go have a cigarette now? I was gonna say something about um, what bug was it? I didn't like. It wasn't the spider. Centipede. <laughs> Millipede. Caterpillar. Peds are there. Peds. Oh, bee drill. Imagine bee drill in reality. Be, be three and a half right, feet first tall. Off, whoa, first off, bee drill is, is a, Pokemon. a Pokemon. Yeah. But like, imagine yeah. what it looks like in reality. It's just a bee with drills on its hand. Yeah, and it's three and a half feet tall, 60 pounds. Well, bee drill in Pokemon is technically, I think, a foot and a half. No, yeah. I looked it up yesterday. It was three and a half feet tall. Yeah, that'd be pretty oh, intense. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, no. well, look at these murder hornets, man. Basically real life bee drill. Exactly. But they're not three and a half feet tall. No, but they will kill you. But they're like four inches long. Yeah, they will literally kill you. Well, that's why I stay out of India. They're in Washington, but all right. Oh, I don't think they're you, in India. Did you see that they found a hive finally? Oh, they did? Yeah, they found one of them in the woods and, you know, sucked them all out with a vacuum cleaner, apparently. Why don't they just kill them? Uh, I don't know, because America... Oh, because of cause... course they need to do research on them. Yep. No, just kill them. Well, yeah. they got to do exactly what they did last time, and they got to try to attach um, little... What are those things? Little uh, tracking devices to them. That's how they lost the first two or three. <laughs> they fucking try, try, to, try attach. to attach tracking <laughs> devices to them, and they just flew away to another hive with no tracking device on them. God damn it. Real yep. smart. They're doing great out there. <laughs> That's like the fucking what are they they're trying to uh make robotic male mosquitoes to kill off the female mosquitoes. That's weird. So we'll have no more mosquitoes in the world. I mean, we don't need I'd, them. I'd be a pilot for one of those. They've already proven that you can um we can eradicate <laughs> can mosquitoes and you're going to get shrunk down into a male mosquito. No, no, like body? just pilot it from, you know, some computer room. What was there was a show that did that, I think. They did that in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. They had the spaceships, but the people aren't actually in the spaceship. They're inside of a yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheap fuckers. Yeah, yep. with, when they were trying Thrones. to get to the queen or whatever. No, no, they're just trying to kill the aliens invading for their the, planet. For the queen. For the queen! Can we please go smoke? What? Uh, I think we should carry it, drag it out a little bit longer. Oh my god. Drag what it out. What other bugs are you guys scared of? I hate them all. I'm not really scared of any bugs. I just don't like centipedes. I'm afraid of birds and frogs. I hate anything that can fly at my head. So I don't even like butterflies. Like when you get in one of those little butterfly habitats. Oh, there's like a hundred of them. You ever look at what their face looks like? Their wings don't bother me. Their faces and bodies. Yeah. Well, they're pretty much just moths with fancier colors. Yeah, they're cooler than moths, though. I like moths better. Moths commit suicide. I mean, they're kind of dumb. Ooh, shiny. They got hit on their frontal lobe. I've watched so many yeah. moths just Multiple fly times. into fireplaces and shit. I mean, it's not that bad way to go. <laughs> what are you talking about? Burning alive? Yeah, but they they burn quick. That still hurts. Mm. I would rather die many other ways than being burned alive. True, but it's funnier. 
Just some a, a two inch Austin <laughs> flying into a fire. Be hilarious. <laughs> why, would I, why would I be like the pig from that one commercial? <laughs> Light, it's so bright. One thing this pandemic gave us is a fuck ton of money. Collecting that unemployment, man, I've been swimming in cash faster than Michael Phelps in the 2008 Olympics. But there are some valuable businesses that could use that money that you've been stockpiling for no reason, you greedy son of a bitch. There are quite a few record stores facing hardships right now, and as a vinyl collector and a self-proclaimed wax freak, I would like to recommend a couple record stores for you to check out now, such as Found Sound in Ferndale, UHF in Royal Oak, Village Vinyl in Warren, and Flipside in Clawson. Not only do those exist, but for listeners that obviously don't live in Michigan, you can also go to Discogs to buy a bunch of cool records, support your local record-pressing plants, your local record labels, your, you know, far-out record labels, such as, I don't know, Riding Easy and some other ones that I can't think of right now because I didn't prepare very well. Local bands have been hit the hardest by this pandemic. People in the music industry, from stagehands to to sound guys, to lighting directors, to everyone in the music industry, really. My job's been gone since March. So all the support that you can give to the music business will help tenfold. So please spend all that hoarding money that you guys absolutely do not need for anything else in life on a bunch of music that could make you happy and forget that the world has gone to hell. Whoop whoop. Hello, my juggalo fam. It's Austin back again with a new product designed specifically for you. Now, you heard before about the paint and hatchet baking powder that we last advertised, which was a selling masterpiece and has sold out everywhere. Well, we have a new line of products that will wow you until the end of the Malenko era, or whatever you Juggalo fans are living in right now. The paint and hatchet baking powder has now designed a new formula called the Peyton Hatchet Flavoring Powder. Now you ask, Austin, what could I do with this flavoring powder? I'm very confused. Whoop whoop. Well, I will let you know. You can take that flavor powder and put it into any club soda that you just have lying around to flavor up your vodka or whiskey or whatever my homies like to do with their drinks. And you can add it and make yourself your own brand of Fago. That's right, with paint and hatchet flavor powder. You can make yourself a nice rockin' rye Fago, a nice orange Fago, a nice purple Fago, a nice blue Fago, all the other colors of Fago, too. Whatever color you want, you can make it with the flavor powder from Peyton Hatchet. So, don't forget to put on your best clown face, put on that mask, head out to your local shop, and look in the baking powder aisle for Peyton Hatchet flavoring powder next to what used to be the Peyton Hatchet baking powder section. And don't forget, whoop whoop, my homies. Oh, all right. So since we're recording, I want to tell you about the spooky thing that hold happened on, last hold year. On, hold on, let's, It's not my story. It's just a story I want to tell. I know. I just want, you know, I want to what? reiterate that we just got back from commercial, which was a good advertisement. It's new to me. As we always say we had good advertisement. What? So a spooky time. <laughs> it happened exactly last year. 
This guy exactly last year. <laughs> popped exactly. Up. Popped up. Only last year. Popped up today. It was like, here's a tattoo you did last year gotcha. on this day. All right. So this guy comes in. He's not my client. He's one of my shop owner's clients. And he's like, he's, he's distraught. He's sad. He's shaking. Okay. He's just freaking out. And uh, con- well, conveniently, what happened? Is it's like you know, twelve thirty, and my fucking noon appointment hasn't showed up. Who freaking so out? So like, was this man. motherfucker no call, no showing? He's like, dude, I, I, I have to get a tattoo, man. I have to get a tattoo right now because it's probably the last time I'll be able to get a tattoo for like eighteen years. Oh, I'm like, whoa! What happened, dude? So, dude, fucking yesterday, I got this fucking phone call that this fucking bartender I banged like two years ago had my baby. Oh, shit. And she just found me. Oh, shit. Like, I had no idea what her name was. Like, they didn't know how to get a hold of each other. Oh, shit. For, like, two years. Damn Because he just randomly banged the bartender. Wow. Damn. And he's like, well, and I mean, she I have to. the baby? Well, yeah, most girls do. Wow. They keep them. So he's like, yeah, and I have to be a dad. So it's either buy this Oculus, whatever the fuck, video game system, oh, get God. a tattoo, or just save towards the baby. He chose the tattoo. The yeah. Tattooed him. I've noticed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, last one. He's like, I'd say uh, it was great and I was, I'll be back for more, but my life is ruined. Wow. Damn. That is a fucking scary story. Spooky. Ooh. It is, man. Where are some lambskin boys and girls? You get a random, yeah, or a prophylactic. Get a prophylactic. <laughs> God damn it. Be copacetic. <laughs> he didn't even say copacetic. I, know, I still like it's that a word. Good word. <laughs> All right, so I have uh, I, I let you guys decide between two two stories. We won't, we won't go to the second psychologically damaging story yet. Why not? Because I, I what, are you I, scared? Huh? We're gonna say huh? What are you scared? Scared? So I have one that's titled "Forever a Drug." God damn it! And one that's called "The Killer's Journal." Which Son one's better? Oh, I'm letting you guys decide. I uh, like the one about... Uh, they both sound like killer. Daniel Steele novels. What was the first <laughs> one called? Killer Steel? The The first one is called Forever a Drug. Forever oh, a Killer. This one is called The Killer's Journal. I don't For, care about journals. Forever a Journal? <laughs> no, The Killer's Journal. Uh, so let's, you go should with, do the one let's go with Killer Steel. The Killer's... Oh my god, there's no Killer Steel. Steely. There's The Killer's Journal or Forever a Drug. Steely Dan. Forever Journal it. Forever Killer. Jesus. Do the drug one. Do the drug one. Drug Killers. Drug killers? Forever a drug. <laughs> Did you see how I swapped my microphone? By user yeah, looks N- good. NM Rights. Not my rights? NM Rights. NM Rights. Yep, that's a user. Oh, oh, real quick, right? Just really. It's because Eminem is a trademark. Kanye thing. Oh, God. Oh. He said M. Night Shyamalan as one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Not <laughs> meaning to fuck up. He just said, You know that M. Night Shyamalan? I kept going, but I was like, I'm like looking around in the car. M. Night Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan? 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 M. Night Shyamalan? What the fuck did he just say? Wow. He, he started making some bad movies. He said, incure, pure, sure. Um, no, there's a lot of words that end in er. And he's telling me that they mean that there has to be something to it about oh. hope. He's thinking about changing his name. Are you trying to advertise to a different podcast on our West. podcast? I don't know. I had never said the podcast name that I was listening to. Everyone knows what it is. Connie's probably only been on one podcast. Yeah. He was on that David Wetterman thing. Well, everybody knows it's not it. It's a podcast. Everybody knows it now because it was such a big deal because they were waiting for it to happen. Stupid. I don't recommend it. 
Fuck no. Forever a drug by Kanye user, West. And no, it's not by Kanye West. <laughs> Oh, I thought this user, was about him. By user N. All right, well, is there a guy's name in the story? Can you just refer to him as Kanye the whole time? No, no. Little Billy. Oh, I'm going to read the little story Kanye. as N.M. Wrights wrote it. Just call him Little Yeezy. <laughs> Want to get high tonight? <laughs> Scott was bordering on junkie status at this Ooh. point. <laughs> Scott... Which Scott? We know a lot of Scots. We do know a lot. This of isn't Scott. written by me. Well, I need oh. to visualize which Scott this is. Which Scott would it be? <laughs> Scott was bordering on junkie status, and I was always wary about spending time with him. Normally, in the filthy apartment of some dealer friend, while he shot up, it seemed like he was bordering on a collapse, and I was scared of doing the same. Well, don't do the drug. I don't know. What are you thinking? On the other hand, I had been despondent since breaking up with Ruth. Why is he with a girl named Ruth? No, this is me. What? Scott asked if I wanted to get high. Now I'm talking about me. Oh, you're speaking in the first person. Why are you dating Ruth? I don't know why I'm dating Ruth. Well, we broke up, so, so I'm not you dating wrote Ruth it in third longer. person. I didn't write it. About yourself. This is by user NM Writes. So he wrote it third not person about himself. Kind of, yes. So you're banging Ruth. I was banging Ruth. Now Scott's no, going to bang what about NM Shamalam? Is he banging Ruth? He was. They broke up. So you're banging Ruth. I am now banging Ruth, yeah. So now what? Decent. Oh, my God. I'm going to start over. Glad you finally got a girl. Jesus <laughs> oh, fucking Christ. Don't like her name. You could have picked a better person than Ruth. Fine. I'll change her fucking name. <laughs> Ruth 69. Uh, Every instance of Ruth, you're going to... Swap. Hopefully I'll remember if I see it again. He can't think of anything else. Wanna get had today? Scott was bordering on junkie status, and I was always weary about spending time with him. Normally in this filthy apartment of some dealer friend while he shot up. Ew. It seemed like he was bordering on a collapse, and I was scared of doing the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are you thinking? On the other hand, I had been despondent since breaking up with Georgina. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Why? From Ruth to Georgina? <laughs> you might as well just call her Gertrude. Oh, that was a good one, or too. good old Gertie. <laughs> good old Gertie. I broke up with good old Gertie. All right, fine. You want to make it realistic? We can make it real realistic. I know you're going to go with, like, Ashley. Just just Amanda. <laughs> On the other hand, I had been despondent since breaking up with Kelsey. Maybe something... Kelsey to sounds like she's, like, 18. Jesus Christ. Yep. It's just What are you name. doing as a 30-year-old man? <laughs> it's a name. I know an older I'm Kelsey. not 30. Neither is Kelsey. Obviously. Technically, right now, she would be 24. So, what's Kelsey doing? Oh, Jesus Christ. She's going to shoot up with Scott. On the other hand, I have been despondent since breaking up with Nameless Girl. Mm. Maybe something to take my mind off the pain would help. Jane Doe. (laughs) She just named her Jane. (laughs) I knew she was better off without me. I was just holding her back. (laughs) Meet me at Jared's. He said he wants to try something new. What, the guy with the diamonds? Oh, that was Scott talking. Oh. Jared, I'm assuming, is his dealer. Try this made me feel new. a little bit better. Right. Jared was probably the nicest dealer Scott knew. Oh, good. And his stuff was generally sourced well. Plus, his apartment was at least somewhat clean. Oh. You know I don't fuck with needles, man. Not oh, man. Yeah, man, it's fine. It's nothing like that. <laughs> I showed up. That's Scott. 
Yeah, man, it's fat. <laughs> he's, on, he's almost junkie status. So I assume he's like just a party animal. Yeah, bro. Like, wild. I showed up at eight with three beers in my system that have failed to calm the nervous energy I was feeling. Whatever. It's fine. It's going to be fine. It's always fine. It's fine. Jared was happy to see me and poured me a whiskey. Ooh. I felt a little weird and sat down at the table. Beer before liquor, you're going to be sicker. He had liquor after beer. <laughs> yeah, so technically it's just, you guys said the same thing. Yes, we did. <laughs> Jared put three black pills down in front of us. Ooh. I got this from a trusted contact overseas. What, a jelly what bean? The, he began. Is, it, is this the plot of that movie, Limitless? I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> You'll know everything. Said it's like nothing else. He yep. smiled. Thought the three of us could test drive it before I put it in an order. Oh, yeah. See if it's really worth it. Yeah, bro. Stuff is called forever. Why is he a bro? He's a dealer. His name's Jared. What's up, bro? He's a dealer named Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I, just think, I just keep thinking of the jeweler. Yeah. I, I should have split this up so us three could have done the different voices. But. Hey, I would have been, been down with that. I would have been Ruth, Georgina, Kelsey, <laughs> nameless. Scott laughed and downed a pill. Jared and I followed suit. I sat down and stared at the TV, waiting for it to kick in. Nothing. It was fine. I felt really mellow and sort of like the room and me with it was stretching in a weird way. Oh, we, we all got... wound up falling asleep in the same area. It's weird oh, how he noted that. That is weird. It's <laughs> well, really weird. Oh, boy. I hope the breakup went well. I woke up the next day feeling fine, and we parted ways. No big deal. Certainly nothing life-changing. Not like LSD. But I'm bummed. <laughs> this guy sucks at doing drugs. What's that? Years passed. Wow. Whoa. Years passed. I never left town. Scott. What's that guy? <laughs> I never left town. Never really did anything with my life. Could never kick smoking cigarettes either. Wasn't a surprise when the doc told me the blood I was coughing up was cancer. Dude, Shit. Wow. Too late to do anything. I was alone when I took my last breath. Damn. I died. That was it? No. Oh. I woke minute. up back in Jared's apartment. Sun streaming through the window. What the fuck? Oh, this is like that uh, Wayne's Brothers movie where he has to stop the wedding. I don't know what you're talking about. He just about. relives the day oh, over and over yeah. and over and over Groundhog again. Day? No. Well, yeah, kind of like Groundhog Day, but he's talking about when uh, Wayne's World does the... Not Wayne's World, Wayne's Brothers, one of the Wayne's. Well, Mormon because Wayne's. they did the wedding thing in Wayne's World. In Wayne's World. Yeah, but they didn't wake up a It was a different ending times. every time. What? Yeah, like him coming to going to the wedding in Wayne's World when he goes to break up the wedding because yeah, she left. Oh, the same thing. They yeah. did that like four different ways. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a movie where he just relives the same so hour. The Wayans Brothers. The same hour or so. I think I know what you're relives. talking about. Yeah. Basically Groundhog's Day is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's the black version. Yes. That he's talking about. I hallucinated mm. an entire sad life. What was that drug? Mm -hmm. I mumbled something at Jared and Scott walked outside. What a weird dream. I decided I could do more. Maybe that was a wake-up call for me. Applied to a job I didn't think I was qualified for and got it. 
Stop, uh, stop screwing around. Quit smoking. Married a nice young girl. Ooh, young. <laughs> Why are they put in young? Good for him. I don't know how old I am in this story. You're old enough. I had a kid who loved to play ball outside. Oh, wow. He didn't even see the truck coming the day he chased the ball into the street. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Probably never moved that fast in my life. Fast enough to push him out of the way. Okay. Not fast enough to get myself out of the way, though. Oh, there it is. Right in Jared's living room. Oh, well, what a way to go. Protecting someone you love. I woke up in Jared's apartment. God damn it. Fuck me. What the hell was happening? I had to short circuit this. I must still be tripping. I decided to throw myself off the bridge down the street. (laughs) What? Wait a minute. Is that a third try? I must, I, the I third must, one, I'll be like, I'm banging every stripper yeah. and everything I see. When I got there, I found I physically couldn't do it. Something stopped me. Oh, so killing puss. myself was out of the option. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> Can't jump off a bridge, not dying. Can't do that today. I had to go home and figure this fucking out. This well, he's got some years to figure it out. really wrote this fucking story. He's huh? a good writer. I wasn't paying attention as I walked up the stairs to my apartment. If I had, I would have noticed a neighbor's kid had left a toy car on one of them. When I slipped and tumbled, I knew it was going to be bad. I woke up in Jared's apartment. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe this could be fun, however long this lasts. I could do anything and it's not real, like lucid dreaming, but it'll last for decades. Ooh. I tried out a life of crime. Went to an electronics store. Stole a bunch of shit. I got shot coming out of it. Not cut out for crime. Hurt like hell. He's dumb. Of all places, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna fake rob something or do something illegal, like I'm gonna steal, go to an electronics store. No, I'm gonna do something way cooler. I'm gonna be like Hold a on. badass bank robber or something. I screwed around. I partied too much. I've overdosed huh? every time. Jared. Back to Jared's. God, that's when it all goes to hell. I had lived 10 or 12 lifetimes when I saw her. Kelsey. We're back to the original Ah, lady. Oh, is she still alive? It might seem weird to have forgotten her, but you have to remember, we had broken up probably 300 years before. She was older, divorced, sad. She married the wrong guy after our breakup. Got physically and sexually abused for years. I was so depressed after I talked, I just walked for hours thinking about how sad her life had turned out. I thought I was helping her. I left her to help her. Found out I didn't help her at all. Found myself in a rough neighborhood. I got jumped and I didn't hand over my wallet. What a mistake that was. Woke back up in Jared's apartment. There it is again. This time I could fix it. I bought a bunch of flowers and I went straight to Kelsey's. Yeah. She took me back. We got married. We had a family. Traveled the whole world. We became best friends. It was incredible. Oh, that's good. It was the best life I've ever had. I died surrounded by my family, grandchildren, kids, relatives. Yeah. And my beautiful wife, Kelsey. Beautiful. And then I woke up in Jared's apartment. Shit. He finally made it, and then he ended up in a fucking apartment. Well, he can do it again. I bought a bunch of flowers, went straight to Kelsey's. If I'm stuck in this Groundhog Day shit, I know what to do. Uh, you know what isn't boring? There's, there's the plug. Living the best goddamn life you can live. Tell them. Once, twice, three times, ten times. Who cares? Live your favorite life as much as you want. The rough edges get smoothed away. You learn when bad news is coming. 
when you need to sidestep a bad argument. Just absolute bliss. If you get to choose happiness, you choose it every damn time. Then one day we were in Paris celebrating our 30th anniversary. Ooh, Paris. I'd taken this trip with her about 20 times. Wow, he's done this a lot. This dude has died, what, probably 40 times at this point? Yeah. She walked down to the cafe to get me some breakfast. A car jumped the sidewalk and killed her. It's a cafe. That's never happened before. She'd never died before me. Wait a minute. The next lifetime we had was worse. We Uh made it 12 years after our wedding before she got some type of weird flu variant and died. This is written. This is written before Corona too. So, yeah, awkward. Oh, okay. she got tapeworm in the brain. The next one, she was diagnosed with cancer a year after our marriage. We never even got to have kids. What? The next one, her building just burned down the night I spent at Jared's house. I stood outside with flowers in my hand, staring at smoking embers. A filthy old homeless man walked up to next to me as I stared in disbelief. Why can't he just be an old homeless dude? Like, why does he got to be a filthy old homeless dude? <laughs> Thought you could dirty cheat it, did you? He said. Thought he wouldn't notice, but he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I watched him as he walked away. He turned his back from time to time to smile at me. Wait a minute, who was that? That was the old homeless man. Oh, okay. The, the devil. The devil. <laughs> my lives started turning dark. All my friends were killed in horrible accidents. Serial killers struck peaceful towns and ravaged the families of those I love. Overdose, disease, murder, death. Everything was so wrong. The world turned, too. Dictators came to power. Wars broke out. Hatred rose. Cities burned. Countries shattered. What? The world bled dark red. It's blood. The old man would appear from time to time. Those centuries would sometimes pass between sightings. He always laughed at me. Told me that he had me now. Always smiling at me with that toothless, gross heroin smile. <laughs> I drifted from one dying port town to the next. Finding work where I could. Drinking away my shitty life after shitty life. I was sitting in a bar in the capital of East Scotland. Watching some cable news about a genocide in some country that hadn't even existed in some of my lifetimes. The bartender laughed and I looked at him clearly for the first time. It was that old toothless fuck. Damn it. He smiled at me. Who the fuck are you? I growled. I'm Scott. <laughs> I've seen him longer than you. He sees you now, too. <laughs> Where do I go find him? I asked the toothless fuck. I don't know why he's like so insistent. <laughs> sure, he's, he's toothless. He, yeah, he wants you to know. He left. Go to Samar in the Philippines. Not now, in your next, next life, when you are still young. Find Beringan. Beringan? He waits for you there. He smiled at me and I stumbled out the door, wasted. I lived another dozen years before a boat I was on actually made it to the island. All the other boats had gone down in storms. Jesus. Woke up in Jared's apartment again. Oh, gosh. This time, I immediately started looking for different ways to get to the Philippines. I sold my car, walked to work for six months, eating nothing but ramen noodles and dead rats. What? what? Saving money. Saving money. <laughs> this I, guy has never really been that smart. No. He seems I arrived confused to the Philippines. Turns out Beringan isn't even a place. Nope. Or maybe it is. 
Nope. I found work under the table, making money however I could. Uh-oh. I asked about the invisible city of local folklore. I asked questions about the lore behind it. I learned how many people have seen it are victims of demonic possession from it. I searched for it every chance I got. Years passed by. I lived an invisible life like the invisible city I sought. The world rotting away, but I still searched. One night I was walking home and a car stepped next to, stopped next to me. I saw the car window roll down and heard that familiar laugh. <laughs> I, I looked in and saw that old toothless fuck. He smiled at me. I got in his car. We drove around for hours. The gas gauge never even moved. Finally, in the distance, I saw a gleaming city of light. He pulled over and gestured. You have to walk from here. He's waiting for you in the center of the city. He smiled. I got out. I knew what he meant. It felt like I'd walked for days, but the sun never came up. I never grew thirsty. Was it a dry heat? I w- <laughs> no. No, the in, sun never came if up. If he's in the Philippines, it's probably like a wet issue. It's definitely a wet heat yeah. in the Philippines. <laughs> I walked into a gleaming, deserted city. I felt drawn to a giant tower in the center of the city. It glowed with a light, despite having no windows or obvious source of illumination. I was not surprised to find a single door at the bottom of the tower. One door. Well, he couldn't find it. It's called a lighthouse. Couldn't find any door. Oh. I began to I began to scale the building. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> As I went, I Poor heard a cool. voice, deep and old. I couldn't make out the words though. I climbed forever, finally reaching a door thirty feet up. I <laughs> Forever's thirty feet. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I I opened it and stepped inside, facing a giant black abyss. The voice was everywhere now. Every word ripping me apart. I watched you cheat me. Did you think you could live your... Oh, wait. This is supposed to be a different voice. Uh... <laughs> Do Shaq's voice. Do Shaq's voice. I watched you cheat me. There you go. Did you think you could live your life forever? I screamed. You're with me yeah. now. Forever. I destroyed this world. <laughs> That's my best Shaq. You, sound, you slowly like got dumber, like you, like you, <laughs> like you were having best. a stroke and your mouth well, started I feel, melting. I feel like when Shaq talks on those NBA shows, he just slowly starts forgetting what words are. Yeah, maybe. And then he's just like, but then I dribble basketball. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the abyss closed, and I realized I was staring at a giant mouth. It opened again. I thought of Kelsey. The world went black. Of course he thought of Kelsey. And I woke up in him. a hospital. Oh, that's good. That's good. Scott jumped up from the chair in the so corner. So he wasn't in Jared's bed, bedroom or basement? No, we're not in Jared's apartment anymore. Oh, Jared's apartment. Scott jumped up from the chair in the corner. Oh, dude, I'm so glad you're awake. <laughs> it's been like eight years, dude. What, what happened? He looked over his shoulder. We were just about to take those pills and you like totally threw up all over them and then just collapsed. You had a crazy eye fever. I looked around. How long have I been out for? Four days. <laughs> Kelsey keeps Kelsey keeps chasing me out here. She thinks it's my fault that you're a drug addict. <laughs> he glanced at his shoes. Nurses don't really like me either. Oh, poor Scott. What? I don't know. Scott. Why is that even in there? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently Scott's just not cool. Why is Kelsey here? She's your emergency contact, bro. Hasn't even left your side, even to go home or sleep. 
She's just getting coffee now. <laughs> he paused and shifted awkwardly. Hey, you got any cash or something? Jared's kind of mad that you uh, puked on all his drugs. <laughs> God damn it, Scott. Why has Jared got all his drugs on the table? <laughs> I heard an excited shriek and barely managed to turn my head as Kelsey launched herself at me. Eee. I was in the hospital for another four days before getting discharged. Doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Said it must have been a freak infection. Ooh. Getting discharged was great. Kelsey was picking me up and bringing me to Scott so I could go with him to his first NA meeting. Oh, there you go. Good job, Scott. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> I'm fucking going. I'm going to sell insurance. <laughs> I'm going to sell insurance. <laughs> oh, man. Seeing me almost died scared him a lot. And he was trying to straighten himself out. Then Kelsey and I had a special date planned. Things were getting figured out. We were thrilled for another chance at our romance. There's number four. I walked out to the curb and waited for Kelsey to pull her car around. I'm really glad I still remember because it just says Ruth and all these. (laughs) I I stood there in the sunlight feeling alive for the first time in a millennium. I feel alive. A nurse rolled another patient in a wheelchair out to the curb, locked his wheel and walked outside. I felt the breeze on my face and smiled. Then I looked over. Kelsey. In that wheelchair was that old toothless fuck. Damn it. What was his voice again? He said let he said let you go. Make sure he doesn't get his teeth into you again. <laughs> he smiled at me and laughed. This time I smiled back at him. With no teeth. That's it. Oh, you should have threw that in there. Man, they should have let us <laughs> know who the mouth smile. is. I know, right? After all the all the extreme uh, the tooth uh, the mouth was beringi or whatever. Yeah, but he didn't yeah, do much. He just talked like Shaq for a little bit and yeah, he was a very nice, evil man, I guess. Yeah, apparently. That's it. Well, that was a, a long lifetime for that. That was a dude. whirlwind. Wasn't he had, a, he had a good story. time. He had a good time. Good, good story. That was a good uh, emotional investment, Mr. N.M. Wrights. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know about all that, but yeah. It really did work out for everyone. Well, I have I have two more stories. Yeah, at the end of the day, I got two more. Where the fuck Scott Sellers coming from? Well, I have one psychologically damaging one, and then one, the killer's journal. You originally said you only had three. No, I said I told you I mean I I outlined a fourth just in case. That's right. Well, you want me to just do yours instead of mine? No, it'll be a surprise for all of us. Well, I guess not for you. (laughs) Oh, do your story, then we can decide between the two. All right, well, my story um Actually, you know is, what? That's actually not a bad idea. You could do mine. could do one of them. The more I realize mine... You don't want to do it? Well, this is what happened. You guys kind of rushed me to do this. <laughs> we talked about this like a week ago. So before I came here, I looked up stories for like a half an hour. I picked one. Okay. I realized it was very long. Okay. So I went on YouTube, and there's, uh-huh. you could listen to it. Okay. But the dude that reads it like, this is 1904. Yeah. Good okay. old Gretchen. Oh, she used to have a horse. And like, <laughs> like, you know, that guy, like 20 minutes of that. So it took 20 minutes for him to cover it. So I'm not sure how long it's going to take me. I mean, all these stories are pretty long. And I just did that one in 30 minutes. 
20 right, minutes. Let's give it, we'll give it a go. To I'll, I'll just tell you, because it's in the very first fucking paragraph. This is about a ghost that every year around Christmas time, she comes and it's like the wet-ass pussy. Okay. So Ooh. she like fills rooms with her... Uh, vaginal juices. Oh. Okay, I think you should do it. She's, um, a, she's a squirter. So, Here's my idea. All right, she's a ghost squirter. So, so it, it goes into four parts. If after the first part you guys don't care anymore, because I was like four part story. First part is about explaining who she is, and the one dude being like, "All right, just stop coming." Then it's the history of kids dressing up. The third part is uh, one guy trying to kill her. What is the history and of kids? They can't do it. And then the fourth part, I don't even know how this story ends because I got here with 18 minutes and 30 seconds left and I'm pulling your driveway. There's a minute and a half. Holy so I don't know how this fuck. ends. This is surprised to me too. How how long do you think the story is? If you well, read I'll it. Show you. I, I didn't even write it down. I just have the fucking thing open. Oh, I went to ads. So there. Wow. Today. <laughs> Wow. But this is a phone screen, too. If it was on your about, Microsoft Word. How about you skip the part with kids, and we just do part one, three, and four? Okay. Yeah, let's say, what does kids and then, change in clothes? And then we'll take a second break. And then you can read one of mine if you want. Why? And then we all got a scary story. <laughs> I want to read it. You should. Why? Because then the audience gets the horror aspect from all of us. <laughs> It's not a bad story. You're not a bad story. Thanks, buddy. I was actually gonna—I was gonna try and write my own for this, but then I was like, "No, no, <laughs> can't do that." I thought this would be so much easier when you told me to do this. It is it, really easy. There was just the least funny things I've ever read in my life. It's not supposed to be funny. None of mine have been funny. They have been funny. Yeah, there's some funny parts. <laughs> They've been very funny. Nineteen oh four. John Kendrick Bangs wrote The Water Ghost of Harrowby Hall. The Water Ghost. So yeah, that's her pussy juices. Is there pissing ghosts? Okay, so this is written in 1904, so a lot of this is going to sound This is written in 1904. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to you talk found real weird. You have ghost erotica is what yes, you're telling me. That's yep. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Holy fuck. Yep. What did you even research? <laughs> sexual. I, I, I put in sexual campfire story. Wow. Holy fuck. That's what I typed into Google. Oh, wow. You First off, you need to learn the term erotica. You would have saved yourself a lot of time. Yeah, and you found the first ghost porn. Oh, this is. It, it gets funny in this first part when this dude talks to her about not. Fucking all right, coming all, all right, over I'm the in. place. I'm in. I have a British accent ready to go, and I have her voice ready I'm, to go. I'm all in. Right. I'm invested already. Right. If you want to look this up on YouTube and see what yeah, a fucking bad name? job that the dude on YouTube did on the water ghost of Harrowby Hall, I, we're, I'm about to destroy him. Okay, well, what, hold on. Well, who's the author? You got that? John Kendrick Bangs. Wow. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. he did name it already? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Are you ready? I wish this was written by Adam Nagy. <laughs> Reinterpreted by me. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to skip some words that I don't like. <laughs> I hope they're not important. Well, this is written in British, so they, there's going to be some weird Written shit. in British? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The story's uh, already started. Oh, great. All right, here we go. 
The trouble with Harrowby Hall was that it was haunted. What was worse, the ghost did not content itself with merely appearing at the bedside of the afflicted person who saw it, but persisted in remaining there for one mortal hour before it would disappear. So okay. talking about a ghost. All right, all right. The ghost never appeared except on Christmas Eve, and then as the clock was striking 12, in which respect alone was it lacking in that originality, which in these days is a sine qua non of success in spectral life. Oh, what? Sine qua non. Wow. Yep. It's British. Yep. Okay. The That's owners British. of Harrowby Hall had done their utmost to rid themselves of the damp and dewy lady. So <laughs> 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 uh, this damp and dewy lady. Get out of here, you <laughs> lady. Get your dewy vagina out of here, you pussy juice lady. I was literally picturing like the like the quintessential photo of like a dewy morning of grass. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's nice her, scene. But that's her pubes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, uh, there's plants that come into play. 1904. You know she's got a full bush. So <laughs> this does. damp Definitely. and dewy lady rose up out of the oh, best bedroom damn, floor dewy. at midnight, but without avail. They had tried stopping the clock so that the ghost would not know when it was midnight, but she made her appearance just the same with that fearful miasmatic personality of hers and there she would stand until everything about her was <laughs> thoroughly saturated oh fuck then the owners of Harrowby Hall caulked up every crack in the floor with the very best quality of hemp and over this what, were yeah, placed hemp, layers of hemp cock <laughs> hemp cock hemp cock they got some hemp cock they got hemp cock <laughs> the hemp cock. We're gonna fill every hole with his hemp cock. We got some hemp cock. We're gonna slide it right into these cracks. Over this hemp cock was uh, layers of tar and canvas. Okay. The walls were made waterproof, and the doors and windows likewise. The proprietors, having concealed the notion that the unexercised lady would find it difficult to leak into the room after these <laughs> precautions had been taken, oh my but. God. Even Leak this did not suffice. Where was she at? That she's leaking into the room. She's leaking everywhere. Ugh. She follows the master, which will come up. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. The master of the house. Okay. The following Christmas Eve, she appeared as promptly as before and frightened the occupant of the room quiet out of his sense. Quite. Quite out of his senses. <laughs> she frightened the occupant of the room quite out of his senses by sitting down alongside of him and gazing with her cavernous blue eyes into his eyes. And he noticed, too, that in her long, equaciously bony finger bits... <laughs> I've never seen that word before. Aquaiosly bony fingers. Just just say bony finger bits. I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's what it says. Okay. And he noticed, hey girl, too, that in her long, aquaciously bony finger bits, Jeez, a dripping okay. seaweed were entwined. Oh, the ends man. hanging down, and these ends she drew across his forehead until he became, like, one insane. <laughs> I'm really, I'm not stupid. One, one That's what's insane? typed up. She drew across his forehead until he became, like, one insane. Okay. Oh, like one, like... The way it's pronounced, like rather like one insane, like you are you are one in chair, 
one in the you same? One in, no, I, you, I feel like that's what you mean to say. Did he also start getting seaweed growing from him? No. And then he swooned. Or she, meant, she made him insane. No, yeah, exactly. Okay. He is one who's insane. Oh, this is the dude. Oh, this is, this is a bad sentence. <laughs> and then he swooned away and was found unconscious in his bed the next morning what? by his host. Simply saturated with seawater and fright from the combined effects of which he never recovered. Dying four years later of pneumonia and nervous prostation at the age of 78. Nervous prostation? She killed him. So he had too many wet dreams? No, she suffocated him with her seaweed moisture. Her dewy vagina? Her Mm -hmm. her damp and dewy... Finger bits. It has nothing to do with her vagina. It sounds like she's just wet in general. (laughs) Oh, no. It it comes up in the next... We're almost apart. All right. All right. All right. The next year, the master of Harrowby Hall decided not to have the spare bedroom open at all. Is it the next year after this dude died or just the next year? Yeah. So the dude's still alive. Okay. He still has three years to go until dying. Okay. But the next year, the master of Harrowby Hall decided not to have the spare bedroom open at all, thinking that perhaps the ghost's thirst for making herself disagreeable would be satisfied by haunting the furniture. But the plan was that as unavailing as the many that had preceded it. Chapter two. I think this is the one where they talk. Oh, no, it's fucking three. What about kids? Chapter two is way shorter than the first one. But chapter three is fun because then she actually speaks. Well, I, thought we were, I thought you said chapter two is about the kids dressing up. We're going to skip oh, that. Well, it's fucking. They chapter. I, I chaptered it. Oh, I told you how many parts it is, but it's 10 chapters. So oh we're skipping. God. We're skipping like four chapters. Oh, Jesus. It'll be worth it. It'll all be right. worth the fucking oh, sound man. effects. All right. So far, all I've gathered is this lady is damp and dewy. Yep. And fucking has some really nasty finger bits. Yep. <laughs> She's dripping all just, over the place. Which is something I'm exciting. definitely going to start using. The ghost appeared as usual in the room. That it... That's what it said. That it... It was supposed to... Sh- oh my fuck's sake. Jesus. The ghost appeared as usual in the room. That it... It was supposed she did. For the hangings were dripping wet the next morning. And in the parlor below the haunted room, a great damp spot appeared on the ceiling. Oh, it was suspected that she was in this room because everything was wet. No, she was above it. The, oh, parlor, above above, the, the parlor below had a damp spot in the roof. Oh. Also known as a leaking pipe in his house. Yeah, that could also be an explanation. <laughs> Upon finding... But the paintings are also wet. Oh, okay. Upon finding no one there... She immediately set out to learn the reason why, and she chose none other to haunt than the owner of the Harabee himself. She so, found him. So she, the, the damp and dewy lady is upset. Yeah, the wet pussy one. She's like, fuck well, this How guy dare up. you not give me my cock? Right. Okay. Right. She found him in his own cozy room drinking the whiskey, whiskey undiluted, and felicitating himself upon having foiled her ghost ship. Oh, I also want to say... So he's the, jerking off because he was like, all right, this bitch will never fucking make me wet again. Yep. I also just really want to say after reading all those S's, the dude on YouTube that reads this, he does that whistle shit with his uh, S's. So the whiskey upon the whiskey. I can't even do the... 
I hate the whistle. Yeah, we can move on. Now, whiskey undiluted. Facilitating himself upon having followed her ghost ship, all of a sudden the curl went out of his hair, his whiskey bottle filled, overflowed, and he was himself in a condition similar to that of a man who has fallen into a water butt. <laughs> in, into a water butt? Into a water butt. Into a water butt. What's a water butt? Uh, swamp ass. <laughs> so he fell into swamp ass. He never even moved. It's a water butt. <laughs> when he recovered from the shock, which was a painful one, he saw before him the lady of the cavernous eyes and seaweed fingers. The sight was so unexpected and so terrifying that he fainted. But immediately it came to because of the vast amount of water in his hair, which trickling down over his face, restored his consciousness. Nice. Now it so happened that the master of Harrowby was a brave man. And while he was not particularly fond of interviewing ghosts, especially such quenching ghosts as the one before him, he was not to be daunted by an apparition. He had paid the lady the compliment of fainting from the effects of his surprise, and now that he had come to, he intended to find out a few things he felt he had right to know. He would have liked to put on a dry suit of clothes first, but the apparition declined to leave him for an instant until her hour was up, and he was forced to deny himself that pleasure. Every time he would move, she would follow him. She's with the only result, around for an hour? That's it. She just comes on people for an hour and then comes back a year later and comes on more people. Hmm. Or whoever's around. Okay. Well, every time he would move, she would follow him, with the result that everything she came in contact with got a ducking. Ah... Okay. In an effort to warm himself up, in an effort to warm himself up, he approached the fire. An unfortunate move, as it turned out, because it brought the ghost directly over the fire, <laughs> which immediately was extinguished. Of course, she's dripping wet. The uh, whiskey became utterly valueless as a comforter to his chilled system, because it was by this time diluted to a proportion of ninety percent of water. The only thing he could do to ward off the evil effects of his encounter, he did. And that was to swallow ten two-grain quinine pills, which he managed to put into his mouth before the ghost had time to interfere. Having done this, he turned with some asperity to the ghost. And fun part, chapter three, we give voices. What? You ready? Wow. All right, I'll try my British. Uh-oh. Far be it from me to be impolite to a woman. It sounds dumb? exactly like your voice. Oh, does it? All right. <laughs> well, far is not a word I ever use. <laughs> just keep going. I never used the word just, far. Just keep going. Rather be far for me to be impolite to a woman, madame. <laughs> <laughs> Still, nothing. All right. Now you see how my accents always fail. Bl- bloody wankers. For, for be it to be into, into whatever the for fuck For be it for me to be impolite to a woman. All right, well, I'll, just, just, I'll just sound deeper. For be it for me to be impolite to a woman, madame. But I am hanged if it wouldn't please me. <laughs> Better if you'd stop these infernal visits of yours to this house. Uh, Go sit out on the lake. If you like that sort of thing, soak the water butt. Jesus. If you wish, but do not, I implore you, come into a gentleman's house and saturate him and his possessions in this way. It is damn disagreeable. <laughs> this guy is, this wow. is it's like the worst way to fucking insult a ghost. How dare you make my stuff wet? Wow. The ghost comes back. 
Henry Hartwick Oglethorpe, you don't know what you whoa, are talking whoa. about. Whoa, what's his name? Henry Hartfelt Oglethorpe? <laughs> Henry Hartwick Oglethorpe. Oglethorpe. Jesus fucking Christ. You definitely found a story from 1904. Hell yeah, Oglethorpe. Oglethorpe? Holy shit. I couldn't make that up if I tried. That's a hell of a fucking name. Henry comes back. Madam, <laughs> I wish that remark were strictly truthful. I was talking about you. There'd be shillings and pence. Nah, pounds in my pocket, madam. If we like did not know you. This sounds like the fattest guy I've ever heard in my I life. Just, <laughs> I feel like so far it's just been two cavemen yelling at the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yelling at the <laughs> like, okay. There's a story about coming, man. I'm just hoping this guy just got a sopping wet turkey leg as he's screaming at this girl. <laughs> well, he's got the swamp ass and half drink whiskey bottle. He got the water butt. <laughs> so she comes back with, uh, "That is a bit of specious nonsense." Return the ghost, throwing a quart of indignation into the face of the master of Harrowby. Ooh. It may rank high as a repartee, but is it common upon my statement that you do not know what you are talking about? It savors of irrelevant. Impertinence. Oh, wow. You do not know that I'm compelled to haunt this place year after year by inexorable fate. It is no pleasure to me to enter this house. Jeez. And ruin and mildew everything I touch. Dude, this lady's I never aspire to be a shower bath, but Mm -hmm. it's my doom. A shower bath. Do you know who I am? No, I don't. I should say that you are the lady of the lake, a little Sally Waters. <laughs> you are a witty man for your ears. Look, Mr. Oglethorpe. My humor is drier than yours will ever be. Damn. No doubt. I'm never dry. <laughs> no I'm the water ghost of Harrowby Hall, and dryness is a quality entirely beyond my wildest hope. <gasps> I have been the <laughs> incumbent of this highly unpleasant office for 200 years tonight. Oh, we were going to chapter four, but in the same spot. Oh, it's a 200-year anniversary. <laughs> How the deuce did you ever come to get elected? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> did you say how the deuce? How the deuce did you ever come to get elected? Wait, the deuce? How the deuce? How in the deuce? What? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow. The deuce. Okay. okay. It's like a kiss song. Crying. I, the d- a deuce is just a question. It's basically prompting a question. How the deuce? <laughs> All right. Okay. Is that so, it? How, no, 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 no. Through a suicide. <laughs> wow. I am the ghost of that fair maiden whose picture hangs over the mantelpiece in the drawing room. <laughs> I should have been your great, 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 great aunt if I had lived. Henry Hartwick Oglethorpe. For I was the own <laughs> sister of your great, great, great grandfather. But what about... <laughs> Shit, I fucked up. Choke it on the... But what induced you to get into this house in such a predicament? <laughs> I was not to blame, sir. It was my father's oh fault. My he, was, he it was who built Harrowby Hall, and the haunted chamber was to have been mine. My father had it furnished in pink and yellow, Knowing well that blue and gray formed the only combination color I would tolerate. 
He didn't merely despite me, and with what I deem a proper spirit, I declined to live in the room, whereupon my father said I could live there or on the lawn. He didn't care which. That That's rude. What the fuck? <laughs> that night, I ran from the house and jumped over the cliff into the sea. Wow. Because she couldn't get her fucking room. Come wow. Bitch. Well, that was rash. <laughs> So I've heard. Now we got Oglethorpe's opinion on it. Here it goes. (laughs) So I've heard. If I had known what the consequences were to be, I would have not jumped. But I really never realized what I was going to do until after I was drowned. I had been drowned a week when a sea nymph came to see me and informed me that I was going to be one of her followers forever. Adding that should be my doom to haunt Harry Hell for one hour every Christmas Eve through the rest of eternity, eternity, eternity. What if they burn down the fucking building? She'll be haunting it. she just haunt the ground? Yeah. yeah It'll just, just be a basement. fucking swamp for an hour? Yep. Okay. Yep. I was to haunt that room on which Christmas Eve as I it'll, found it'll it turned into a retention pond because <laughs> I heard leaking all over the place. <laughs> And if it should turn out to be inhabited, I was and I well, I was waiting voice. I was and am to spend the allotted hours with the heads of the house. Columba comes back. I'm from the place. That you cannot do, for it is also required of me that I shall appear as the deeds are to be delivered to any purchaser and divulge them into the awful secret of the house. <laughs> Anytime you want to sell it, I'll show up soaking wet. <laughs> Hello. Do you mean to tell me that on every Christmas Eve that I don't happen to have somebody in the guest chamber, you're going to haunt me whenever I may be ruining my whiskey, taking a curl out of my bed, extinguishing my fire, sucking me through the skin? Jesus Christ. Yes, stated the case, ugly Thorpey. And what is more, it doesn't make the slightest difference where you are. If I find that room, Tempe, wherever you may be, I shall douse you with my spectral press. Here the clock struck one, and immediately the apparition faded away. It was perhaps more of a trickle than a fade, but as a disappearance, it was complete. <sighs> okay, okay. <laughs> By St. George and the Dragon! Ejaculated the, dragon? the master of Harrowby. Wait, that dragon? is the words that are typed. What? By St. George and his dragon! Ejaculated. I, I say George and his dragon. Ejaculated. Jack the master of Harrowby wringing his hands. Is he the master? Harrowby Oglethorpe, yeah. He's a, Oglethorpe. He's a, so Oglethorpe ejaculated after talking to this fucking wet ghost. Yeah, but he likes to say by St. George and his dragon right when he's about to get well, off. George is his hand and dragons is his penis. Dragon's a great penis. By St. George and his dragon, and he came. You're baby, look at that dragon. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, I'm so lost. It is goodies to hot cross buns that next Christmas there's an oh, occupant of the spare room where I spend the night in a bathtub. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not horrifying in any way. Not at all. It's just some wet lady torturing this guy. Who She's just, just showing up wet all the time, off. and now he's jacking off and naming his penis dragon. By George and his dragon. <laughs> 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 all right, so this is when they talk about uh, kids dressing up as her, because kids like to do... Uh, um, <laughs> dress like coming ladies. Okay, what? so... <laughs> what? 
They like to fuck. They like to fucking dress as commie girl. <sighs> Jesus Lord. Yep. So you're trying to find where we're picking up? Yeah, we're skipping really far ahead just so you guys can hear how she uh, goes out. Oh, she leaves. Well, she left, but uh, we had to skip. We're skipping five chapters. Yeah, I don't care about Halloween and all that shit. Yeah, just uh, what it means to people of Britain nowadays. Is this a real story? True story. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay, new master. <laughs> new master. It's fucking midnight, right? So Oglethorpe is now dead. He came too much. He's yeah, dead. Yeah, we're about we're about at our. This is uh Carhartt clothing times. Okay, so Carhartt clothing now exists. You can get warm what, clothes. Nineteen what twenty thirty? When the fuck did Carhartt start? Nineteen forty. Okay, we're in two thousand and twenty. Okay, okay, oh. celebrating. Uh, well, that's in Carhartt? the future. All right, we're in two thousand nineteen. It's Christmas Eve. All right. Okay, okay. sounds good. Even though this dude that wrote this in 1904. Ha! Said the young master of Harobi. I'm glad to see you. Are you the master of Harobi now? <laughs> Harobi? Uh, yeah. This is not Japanese. We're in, we're in England. Oh, I could, I could Are do you it. the master Hi. of Harobi? I'm glad to see you. <laughs> You're the most original man I've, met, I've ever met. If that is true, may I ask where did you get that hat? Certainly, ma'am. I thought George was dead. Oh, uh, this is new George. I, I forgot how to do jet. <laughs> Certainly, man. It is, liter- it is a little portable observatory I had made for each emergency such as this. It's like, I, I guess, I guess it's dialect. I heard Yoda. I heard. Like, <laughs> this is like pre-pubescent. It is a hairy. little portable observatory <laughs> I had made for such emergencies. But tell me, is it true that you are doomed to follow me about for one mortal hour? To stand where I stand? To sit where I sit? To walk where I walk? This to, is my... To make me wet? To poop where I poop? <laughs> to wet <laughs> my drinks? This is my delectable fate. Uh, I'm just going to read the new dude's voice and my voice because... That's is fine. Backward. That's fine. Right. He says, we'll go out on the wake. You can't get rid of me that way. The water won't swallow me up. In fact, it will just add to my present bulk. <laughs> Nevertheless, we will go out on the wake. Well, she gains a lot of water weight. But huh? my dear sir... It is fearfully cold out there. You'll be frozen hard before you've been out ten minutes. Jesus. Oh, no, I will not. I'm very warmly dressed. Come. And start walking. You, she walk? You she walk fall? too slow. I am nearly frozen. My knees are so stiff, I can hardly move. I beseech you to accelerate your step. I beseech you. Yeah. I should like to oblige. Yeah. 2019. 2019. I should like to oblige you, lady. But my clothes are rather heavy, and 100 yards an hour is about my speed. Jesus. Indeed, I think we would better sit down here on the snowdrift and talk matters over. Oh, yeah. Do not. Do not do so. Let me move on. I feel like my growing... I feel myself growing rigorous as it is. If we stop here, I shall be frozen. <laughs> that, madam. There goes Cartman. That is why I brought you here. <laughs> that is why I will be frozen. I shall be frozen. <laughs> you shall respect my authority. <laughs> That's why I brought you here. We've been on the spot just 10 minutes. We have 50 more. Take your time about it, madam, but freeze. 
That is all I ask of you. I cannot move my leg right now. <laughs> and my overskirt is a solid sheet of ice. My overskirt? As opposed to an underskirt? Yeah, what, oh, she have two skirts? God. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. Kind, Mr. Aguithorpe. Light oh. a fire and let me go free from these f- icy fetters. Adam victim. Adam Victor Aglathorpe. Jeez. <laughs> Audiovisual Aglathorpe. Yes. Yes. Never, madam. It cannot be. I have you at last. Alas. Help me, I beg. I congeal. What the f- Congeal, madam. Congeal. You have drenched me in mine for 203 years, madam. <laughs> Tonight you have had your last drench. Ah, but I shall thaw it again, and then you'll see. Instead of the comfortably tepid, genial ghost I have been in my past, sir, I shall be iced water. She called herself a genial ghost, dude. That's fucking cool. What the fuck is that? (laughs) What does that mean? No, you won't either. For when you are frozen quite stiff, I shall send you to a cold storage warehouse, and there shall you shall remain an icy work of art forevermore. But warehouses burn. So they do, but this warehouse cannot burn. It is made of asbestos and surrounding it are fireproof walls. And within those walls, the temperature is now and forever be 416 degrees below the zero point, low enough to make an icicle of any flame in this world or the next. I think asbestos can burn. For the last time, let me beseech you. I would go on my knees to you. Sure about that? I'm not sure. I'm listening. That's what they used to wrap heat pipe in was asbestos. Really? Yeah, it's a very good insulator. You don't think it can burn, though? Brake pads are... It's got to burn at some point. I thought asbestos is bad for you. It's horrible for you. But it's good for There's only like 10% in brake pads now, but there was a day where they were like 95% asbestos because they're great for braking. Okay. They were too good. A really good insulator, too. Right. It's probably killing mechanics. It kills everyone. That's what asbestos... The mesothelioma... The mesothelioma? The mesothelioma. Have you or your spouse been injured in a mesothelioma diagnosis? Why would you be injured in the diagnosis? You would just be diagnosed with mesothelioma. mesothelioma? Did you work in the shipyards when you were in your teens? Well, uh, you would be 160 now, so you have mesothelioma. Call 1-800-GET-RICK, and you can get a good lawyer. Why would you get Rick? What are you talking about? Why would you just get Rick? That's the Noyle lawyer's name. The Noyle... Just keep going with your story. Yep. For the last time, let me beseech you. I would go on my knees to you, Aguithorpe. Yes, you would. Were they not already frozen? I beg of you. You can still get on your knees. Do (laughs) not. There stood the ghost of Harrowby Hall, conquered by the cold, a prisoner for all time. Oh, that was her The hair had won at last. And today, a large storage house in London stands a frigid form of one who will never again flood the house of Aquathorpe with woe and seawater. Okay. As for the heir of Harrowby, his success in coping with a ghost has made him famous, a fame that still lingers about him, although his victory took place some 20 years ago. 1924, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. And so far from being unpopular with the fair sex as he was when he first knew him, he was not only been married twice, but is to lead a third bride to the altar 
before 2019 ends. Maybe I don't know why that had anything to do with this. Probably story. had something to do with part of the other chapters, but whatever. Yeah, there's one dude that tried to steam her away, mm. and that didn't that didn't work. So she doesn't fuck anybody. No, nah, she just gets them wet. Yeah, she just likes to call on them. Okay, interesting. Because interesting she jumped story. off a cliff in the sea nymphs. Yeah, the sea nymphs said that she was going to just be a wet. Okay. <laughs> did you did you like it? It was it was a story. I did like your character work. <laughs> I did like your character work. The I'm fucking grab, bloody uh, Wonka's coming over here trying to fucking come all over the fucking place. <laughs> I mean that's better. She's fucking rubbing better. herself fucking dry. It was much better than when you tried to do it on the spot. I couldn't. I can't stand a sentence. Hard. I can't breathe. start a sentence with the word far. Fa. Fa. <laughs> Yeah, fa, 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 <laughs> fa away is the pub. Fa away. That's Australian. Though. That's Australian. Yeah, British is basically Australian. Brit- no, it's not. They're too different. They're very different. I'm from Liverpool. That's better, but that's Liverpool. Oi, I'm from Liv- Liverpool. <laughs> oi, oi, got an a- <laughs> Far away, oi, is the soccer game. Far F- away, football. Oi. <laughs> just, just throw oi in there randomly. <laughs> You play. This brings it back. Or you play in the football. Football. <laughs> Bright. Bright. What? Bright. What oh, Jaguar. Oh, yeah, Jaguar. Jaguar. Women are the greatest gift to mankind. Not only do they provide us with joy and happiness, but they allow us to feel insecure and scared and Times that men shouldn't be scared and insecure, like ever. Women have helped us throughout the years get in touch with our more feminine side so we could become great cooks, great florists, and even great people. Women are the backbone to men, and now it's time that men become the backbone for women. There is a fundraiser going on held by Old Soul Vintage called 30 Days of For the Girls. This fundraiser is designed to provide underprivileged women and transgender women the opportunity to get undergarments and regular clothing and basic feminine needs for those once-a-month moments that us as guys don't even want to think about. The event is very dear to my heart, and I support everyone that is a part of this event. And if you would like to donate, feel free to get a hold of us at Hostile Gentleman Messages or on Instagram, you can contact Old Soul Vintage, and they will get you in touch with how to donate and where you can give your donations to. Anything is appreciated, and it will help a great cause. So please, donate to For the Girls by Old Soul Vintage, and support your local woman, because they support you, so you should fucking give back. Fun fact time with Dr. Hodge. Did you know that blue whales don't have teeth? No, instead of having teeth, they have 270 to almost 400 plates of baleen on either side of their jaws. What the fuck is baleen? Well, it kind of looks like really thin pieces of straw that catch fish and that way they can eat their food. I know it's super interesting for you to know about blue whale teeth, you know. We did cover on a previous episode that a blue whale's penis is 12 feet long, and that is probably just as important as their teeth. So, next time you are at the bar trying to wow some beautiful lady or your or man or, 
Or you're also at the bar trying to just have a drink and you some stranger comes up to you. Why don't you let him know that a blue whale doesn't have teeth, but instead they have up to 400 plates of baleen. Or just tell him that a blue whale's dick is 12 feet long and you're really horny for it. Either way, they will probably leave you alone. And that's a fun fact from your favorite Hodge, Dr. Hodge. But it is hostile. She actually didn't talk to me again. I tried to talk to her. Mm. So you made, did you, you really it? Oglethorpe that one? You really Oglethorped it up, huh? <laughs> Fricked it wrong, huh? <laughs> All right. So as I told Nagy, oh, by the way, great ad. But as, as oh, I yeah. T- sweet ad. Thank uh, you. Cool I tried. Ad. Uh, by the way, as I told Nagy outside during our uh, powwow, um, I haven't that's, actually. That's short for pissing. Yeah. Oh, you pissed outside? Yeah, that's cool. Well, he did. I pissed inside to be yeah. respectful for your lawn. Right. <laughs> Anyways, it's grass. Uh, I haven't it's actually read part three of this story because I had to type out part one and two so I could keep part three up because I knew you said your Wi-Fi was kind of shitty. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what part three entails, but I'm pretty sure it's going to get quite frisky. No, oh, Wi-Fi is working now. Well, AT&T stands for a asshole no tits. We're not going through this again. <laughs> asshole no tits. Uh, and some kind of pussy infection. It starts with a T. Mm. So this last story. Titerosis. Is by Blood Candy 420 God damn it. Entitled Mothman and Me. And me? Mm-hmm. Oh, or yeah, you? Yeah. You just met Mothman the other day, didn't you? I did. This is why I chose this story. Oh, I was, because you were shaking Mothman's hand? I was just in Point Pleasant. Was it Pleasant? Is that your connection to Point Pleasant? Mothman? That you were having there for earlier? You are like, oh, I was in Point Pleasant. Yes. <laughs> yes. Touche. Yes, this is the reason I picked this. Well, not the reason I the reason I picked a Mothman-themed story. Not is the reasons. Because I was in Point Pleasant and saw the Mothman statue. Gotcha. Cool. Who is Mothman? A he's man a, that's a moth. He is like West Virginia's cryptid. This is like the Mothman from Point Pleasant is like the Mothman that everyone thinks about when you think of the Mothman. What, he's metal? No, that's a statue of him. Yeah, the statue looks like something out of an 80s movie. It does. It looks like shit. It's a good statue. That's even better. It's if, if, it's if RoboCop was in Virginia and a moth. In the and 80s. could fly. In the 80s. <laughs> uh... But there have been recent Mothman sightings in Chicago as well. Bullshit. There has been uh, a plane. You know, you know. Okay, they so delayed. They supposedly delayed a flight over an unknown six the, foot flying. The only reason thing. why there's a Mothman sighting in Chicago is because everybody that lives in Chicago is not from Chicago. <laughs> Let's tell the people about the Malort and the Mothman. Yep. Well, fuck Malort. Nagy loves Malort. Fuck him. <laughs> I still remember that first time I told you you had to try it with that one little Speaking dive Speaking of Malort, I wanted to give a... I told Jeremy I'd give him a shout-out because he does listen to the podcast. His name Malort? No. Uh, thank you, Jeremy, for letting me stay at your house. It was nice of you when I went down to Richmond. Yeah, I was just nice going down on your lady. I, oh. I did not do that. He's, well, I didn't stay at Jeremy's. He is recently engaged. You're talking for us. Yeah. His lady is a very sweet lady. Good. Thank you again for putting me up. Just you, up where? not us. Thanks and for getting in me his up. Tent. I slept in his tent. Oh, you slept in one of my tents. Pop up tent? No, it was like a ten-person suite. Did you tent. just pinch a tent? 
No. <laughs> I did pitch a tent in his tent. Oh, Jeremy. Oh, she cleaned that tent. Clear ladies now listening. Okay. It started raining so hard the whole tent got flooded out anyway, so it's probably clean. <laughs> Right, That's so, why you put an air mattress up in your tent. Oh, the tent. swamp lady was there? <laughs> right above the tent. So you get the flood in your tent, and you're on an air mattress. You can put your beer down in the water. Oh, yeah, float, you always float. Yeah. And it eventually floats back to you. Yeah. The Mothman and me. <laughs> the Mothman. Is this coming. actually you, or is this uh, Bang 40, this Bang is, Bitches this is, 420? Uh, Blood Candy 420. Yeah. So is this you telling this, or this is Blood Candy four twenty telling this? But I will act as the me. So he's going to be Blood Candy four twenty. In this story, I am Blood Candy four twenty. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to regret those words because I haven't will. haven't read what part three is. But I'm pretty sure I'll regret it. You probably will. Pumpkins, candy, and costumes. These were just a few reasons why Halloween was amongst one of my favorite holiday. Oh, your. Oh no, this is all in uh, third. Not third person. It says your. Oh, shit. So this is me talking about someone else. Is it a possession or is it you are? No. Well, you, you are, your. So you're talking about a situation. I guess, dude. I'm just going to read how the story's written. All right. Let's see what happens. Pumpkins. See what happens. Costumes and candy. Pumpkins. Candy. Candy And costumes. These were just just a a few of the... (laughs) Jesus Christ. These are just a few reasons why Halloween was amongst one of your favorite holidays. Though Point Pleasant was a quaint little town, you still had many trick-or-treaters ending up at your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, you were obli- or obligated to provide them candy of a decent variety. I oblige you to take this. entertain yeah. them with the typical Halloween gimmicks. I'll give them the tip. This year, you were clad in a stereotypical vampire costume, including the flake, fake blood and black cloak. What Ooh. we do behind the shadows. A nice powdered white face. Ooh. A shining red pendant in the shape of a skull clasped your cloak together, oh, wow. hiding where you failed to extend the white makeup down your neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you got to cover just, that up because yeah, you're, you're a lazy. fucking lazy bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you probably still had the beard and shit. Yeah, but still, you you can white paint your neck. All in all, you <laughs> looked pretty decent for someone who was way too old to enjoy this so much. Oh, so you're an idiot. Whenever an eager group of children knocked on your door, you greeted them with your best hiss and your face hidden behind your cloak. <laughs> children. No, it's a hiss. <laughs> a laugh. Think of a vampire. Children. You're gonna meet a vampire. He's gonna be like, hello. Ugh. Hello. All right. After you. So are you just telling us a diddler story or what? After you elicited a scream <laughs> or a giggle when threatening to suck their blood. Oh, uh, see. While speaking in a bad Slavic accent, you offered. <laughs> I thought to suck your blood. <laughs> You offer the kiddos you offer the kiddos some suckers. The pun was most satisfying to you and some of the parents. I'm a vampire. It was it was the small things in life. It's just the small things in life, you know. As the night went on, you grew increasingly more tired. Your makeup was starting to smudge a little bit, your throat hurting Ooh. from uttering your signature hiss over and over again. Because you didn't rehearse in your mirror long enough. However, you did not want to stifle the Halloween spirit. Despite really wanting to go to bed, you flipped on the porch light to tell any late trick-or-treaters that you were still in business. 
Your spooky ghost strobe light was also conveniently placed front of your bay window. Mm. For this very reason, your house was always popping. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm a ghost. You're a vampire. You fucked it up. I'm a ghost. <laughs> oh, it's just the music in the background. It's a spooky ghost strobe light. <laughs> it's a spooky ghost strobe light. So it's a ghost singing about it. Oh, okay. Additionally, all of the neighborhood kids knew that you gave the latecomers some extra candy, so you avoided eating all the leftover candy yourself, you fat fuck. Oh, wow. I added that. I see that. (laughs) Despite your vow to remain conscious until the wee hours of the night, you fell asleep at the prompt hour of 11.30 on your couch. Wow, what a great vampire. wee hours? What a great vampire. Wee hours are like five in the morning. That's what I'm thinking, too. Being the idiot that you are, you left your house lit and your door unlocked. Lit. However, even if you had remembered, it's not that big of a deal. Point Pleasant is small and a benevolent town. Benevolence. The only time you had to worry about trouble was when the festival came into town every September. And then the riffraff come in. Luckily, however, Uh it is Halloween. Therefore, September is past. So you slept undisturbed. Good job. Until. Oh. Wow, it's Mothman. No. <laughs> knock, knock. At first, the sound didn't even register to you. You only awoke after the fifth or sixth knock. Your head popped off of the cushion. There was a white mark left by your makeup as you had fallen asleep on accident in your costume. Taking the time to check your phone, you noticed it was well past midnight. What parents let their kids stay out this late? What you thought fuck? as you stumbled towards your door. As you got closer, you noticed the knocks turned into frantic banging. Oh, they're running from a polar bear. Oh, God. All right. (laughs) I'm sure that's going to be great for the listener. Yeah. Whoever was out there was really desperate for some candy. And all you have is suckers. Looks like they're fucked. I added that part, too. But a sucker is candy. I know, but no one wants a sucker at midnight. Those caramel apple fuckers are good. They've got golden they delicious actually, ones yeah. now, too, and Macintosh apple versions. Really? It's not just Granny Smith anymore. Ooh. They got wa- Washington apple They got style? Washington apple ones? No, they got uh, golden delicious, uh, <laughs> ruby empires. Ruby. <laughs> uh, what's another one I know? Gal- Galga? Yeah. Gava? Gala. Gala. Gala apples. Those are actually my favorite type of apple. Those little little yellow ones. Half asleep, you fumble for the handle of your door. You fumble for the handle of your door, just wanting to get this interaction over with. You swung open the door without any worry. This is a good town. You thrust out the bowl of suckers, too tired to ask what the costume is, or even look at the child asking for candy. Instead, your hand was greeted by a mess of shaggy fur. Ooh. Chewbacca. This was alarming. You. <laughs> it's not Chewbacca. You look up and see two crimson red eyes stare at you. For a mere moment, your the breath was knocked out of your lungs. A faint humming noise is in the air. You, you soon realize, though, that this is Halloween, and you are on Point Pleasant of all places. Nice Mothman costume, bro. You say. Damn it. That's this guy's voice. (laughs) I guess. He sucks. I usually keep the candy for the little rats who come at normal times in the night, but I'll give you a sucker for your efforts. 
You lift up the candy bowl to his arms and realize that the person is in this magnificent costume was much taller than you. Hmm. They were also dead silent. Come on, man. Just take the fucking sucker. I want to go back to bed. You complain, still yawning. Still nothing. Okay, fucker. You're just being a creep. And creepers don't get candy. Go visit some other vampire. Yeah. This Jared guy sucks. Yeah, creepers don't get candy. <laughs> Stop, Jared. <laughs> I thought it was Scott again. <laughs> we could go back hey, to Scott. Whoa, whoa. This is, this is, this <laughs> Grown is, up Scott. This is post-NA Scott. <laughs> He's gotten his life together. He's giving candy giving to the candy kids. out to children. Whoa, kids. Come on. I used to do this with bowls of drugs. <laughs> but I would time to blew up on those black peels. <laughs> Just as you try to close the door, a soft hand grabs your wrist. Is it Ruth? Your heart starts pounding, breathing irrationally. <laughs> I don't think it's That's like irrational, that. right? It That's is very rational. It is. Fucking uh, I'm lost. Hey, man, let me go. This is fucking weird. You protest while attempting to jerk away. His grip is very strong. <laughs> he looked at me. <laughs> his grip <laughs> His grip is very strong, masculine. <laughs> it's not uh, getting better. This is not helping the situation. I'm going to call the cops if you don't cut it out. Yet again, you were met with silence. The only sound you could hear is that strange humming noise. It almost sounded like wings. But, I don't know how that works. Putting all of your strength together, you free yourself. However, that doesn't help much since the guest is already inside your house. Whoa. Just hit him on the nose with a newspaper. As no. Soon, as soon as he's in the light, you let out a very loud gasp. You gasp. <gasps> Whoever this was would have won any costume contest instantly. Their suit was covered in an assortment of realistic gray, brown, and black fur. Equally fuzzy antennae spring out from the top of their head, which also has their crimson red eyes. Mm. Even the mouth is extremely realistic. A little bit scary. Drooling. Also shocking that you also shocking that you even noticed it. He is a rather fit individual. This ah. man's abs were at least a twelve pack. Very chiseled. Damn. At first, you felt, at, first, takes a lot. at first you felt a little bit of jealousy, but then figured this is probably just part of his costume. Mothman yeah. is just a folklore anyways. This isn't real. No. This was nothing more than a very disturbed, tall trick-or-treater invading your home. Exactly. All right. I don't know what kind of <laughs> fucking sick joke you're trying to pull, but you need to get the fuck out. I'm calling the cops. You shouted louder than you wished. Has he come in the house? Is he just on He's the porch? He's inside the house. Okay. I'm like, inside the house now. Why do you let him in the house? Before you could make another move, your body got pressed against your door, subsequently shutting it. There's no running now. Oh, wow. You little bitch. This is... um. This is getting to part three now. This is, quite, this is, this is the part that I haven't read yet. This is yet. quite 1904 erotica. This is, what, this, is where, <laughs> this is what I haven't read Who's yet. Who's going to be the bitch? So, we're all we're all in this. I think the vampire is so this is, far. This is all, this is all going to be a new. Oh, I completely forgot he was in a vampire outfit this yeah, whole time. This whole time, uh, it's all like half rubbed off, dude. He fell asleep. In I just imagine a guy in a collar shirt, like, no, khaki no, pants, a, a fake vampire. I wonder if he got fa- he's probably got fake teeth too. Hey, a wheezing noise fills your ears. You could feel warmth on your neck, causing you to flinch. Yeah, that's getting sexy. He's a mouth breather. (laughs) The stranger's grip on you tightened as he inspected your face. Anus. Red eyes peered into your soul. 
Your breath hitched as his fuzzy hands clutched your chin. Penis. What do you want? You asked, voice quivering. You squeezed your eyes shut, too afraid of what might happen next. Of course, he didn't respond. He couldn't. You began to sense that there was no way this could be a costume. It was him. This very creature that built the tourist industry of this town is in your home, in your house, and up against you. For a moment, you tried to convince yourself that this was all just a strange, realistic dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. You had eaten an entire bag of Skittles, which seemed like a good idea at the time. I don't know if he means like a jumbo size bag or just like a fun size bag. I mean, it's a bag of Skittles. He's not a fun size kind of guy. I, I think he's got a jumbo bag of Skittles. I got a jumbo bag. Or at least a, a normal size yeah, bag. Yeah, the dollar twenty-five one. Yeah. Like Perhaps the extra the sugar one. had contributed to this nightmare. Just when you had boiled this all down to indigestion, you felt the brush of antennae against your cheek and screamed. It was an antennae. He's literally getting raped by Mothman. No. Something this terrifying, this real, could not be a dream. The Mothman was here. The thought itself made you release a second, more pitiful shriek. Uh, <laughs> as soon as that second sound left your mouth, the creature retracted its antennae and let out a high-pitched wheeze. I don't know what that... <laughs> Suddenly, he let go of your wrist and stepped away from your tense body, allowing you to breathe. <laughs> Did he understand you were uncomfortable? Does he not want you to be in pain? Shocked at this strange change in behavior, you allowed yourself to open your eyes. The first thing you noticed were his eyes. Big, red, glowing. They were no different from traffic lights at the dead of night. Bright enough to catch your attention and force you to stop. Upon further inspection, unless you're a bad driver, mm-hmm. upon further inspection, you notice that they were not focused on you. What were they looking at? No, the burning orbs were focused on something just behind your head. Your candy. Out of curiosity, you turned to see what had caught his attention. You weren't sure what you expect the object to be, but you surely did not think that your town's legend would be so fixated on the string of glowing ghosts you had hung up as decoration. And then this is when he thrusts his member. Then it hits you. He was a moth. Moths were attracted to light due to some stupid instinct that oh, often Jesus. led them it to their untimely death. It took him that long to figure death. out. Dude, you had a ghost light strobing out front. <laughs> you couldn't help but to let out a breathless chuckle. <laughs> Mothman. The Mothman was in fact real. Real and in your house. And a moth. Real in your house and, and, obsessed, and obsessed with some idiotic ghost decorations. You weren't certain which was funnier, the aforementioned situation, or that you actually believe this was the famed cryptid. As a result, your chuckle soon led to a giggle, which quickly spiraled <laughs> off into full-blown <laughs> laughter. <laughs> a conglomeration of fear, disbelief, and hysteria somehow led to a cackle fest. Cackle. <laughs> Said cackle. I don't know what a cackle, cackle. sounds like. Said cackle fest. <laughs> Oh, that's a cackle? That's a, that was a Weasley laugh. A cackle? Said, that's what that means? Said cackle like, fest yeah, led you to... Do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Said cackle fest led you to losing it on the floor. You'll admit, this isn't your most dignified moment. Yeah, What's Mothman I mean, doing this whole time? Dumbass. 
I mean, this entire time he's slowly being raped by Mothman. Of course, he's in his to your worst utter position. surprise. Mothman broke his gaze with the lights and crouched down to get close to you. See, albeit reluctantly, he cocked his head to the side, antennae twitching at unsteady intervals. You did not know why, but you got the impression that he was making sure you were okay. That notion was nearly confirmed when he reached out his fuzzy hand as an invitation to help you up. Having nothing left to lose, you accept his offer and clamored to your feet. After pulling your hand away, you took note of the dusty residue left behind by your odd visitor. Mm. The sight added to the width of your goofy grin. So you like my lights, huh? Mothman's antennae bent forward and backward, which you assumed was his equivalent of a nod. His His wheezing seemed to intensify. Out of the corner of your eye, you saw that a few illuminated spirits were hung in the view of your window. He must have seen them from outside. You shook your head with a grin. Well, buddy, I have a gift for you. Carefully, you pulled off the battery-operated string lights off your wall and draped them around his head like an oversized necklace. He loves that shit. I am one of the ghosts. As you did so, the hue of the creature's eyes appeared to brighten, and he gave an excited chirp. His wings fluttered, sending a cloud of dust through the air into your living room. It was almost kind of cute. He continued to let out chirps and soft coos while he adjusted the gift you had just given him, glancing in your direction with gratitude. I'm glad you like it, dude. Just just don't break into people's house at weird weird times at night and push them against their door. They might get the wrong idea, you know? Promise you won't do that again. Because I thought you were going to murder me for a second. If you want some lights, just just ask me. (laughs) The words coming out of your mouth stunned you, but you did not stop them. Deep in your gut, you knew that the Mothman did not want to harm you, despite the terrible stories you had heard. After his reaction to your offering, that fact became plainly clear. He wasn't malevolent. He just had bad manners. In response, he repeated the antennae bowling gesture he had just done early and fluttered his wings. This time, the amount of dust made you sneeze. He seemed concerned for a moment, but then quickly diverted all his attention to his glowing accessory. I don't know if I'm hallucinating because of some weird fucking drugs that I took, or if this is real, but it's nice to meet you, Mr. Uh, man, Mr. Moth, Mr. Mothman. You get the point. You waved your hands around in frantic motion. Mothman just happily wheezed in your direction, enamored by his lights. But, uh, I kind of have to go to work tomorrow, and I, uh, kind of need a little bit of sleep, so you, uh, you think, you know, you could, uh, as you start motioning towards the door. Get the fuck out. The moth's antennae shot up, and he looked over to the door. Giving a rather strong wheeze, he gently pushed you out of his way. After a few seconds of fumbling with the doorknob, the reflections in the metal must have been very distracting, he had managed to show himself out. However, you followed him. Curious as to what the gentle monster would do next. He seemed to notice this, turning around briefly to give you a parting chirp. Once in your driveway, he expanded his wings to their gargantuan length and lifted himself off the ground. He waved at the local celebrity as he flew off into the night, truly wishing him his best. Earlier had been a misunderstanding, and he deserved a second chance. Speaking of second chances, you plan on taking a second chance of going to bed. That is, if you're not sleeping already. Ooh. So I'm gonna turn my Wi-Fi on and continue the story. There's more after those over. No, this is just the three parts that I had 
led well, up to. Well, see, my Wi-Fi password changed, so that's going to be kind of complicated. It's okay. I'm connected to something else. Oh, okay. You're good. Icar? It had been nearly a week since that fateful night, yet the memory remained fresh in your mind. You often didn't sleep, letting your thoughts of him consume you. While you lie awake at night, you found yourself wondering if the creature would ever return. You wouldn't mind another visit, just as long as he wasn't so aggressive. You doubt he would. With that in mind, you made sure to keep the porch light on every night. Just as long as he didn't try to rape you this time. I'm perfectly fine with him coming back. On the days you were particularly desperate to have him come home, you slept on the couch. However, the nights passed on in silence. Nothing out of the ordinary ever. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary ever came. Nothing passed. Not that day. Not that week. Not that month. As time went on, you began to question your memory's credibility. Perhaps it was a dream. Oh. As the passage of time took its course, the excitement and anticipation you once felt started fading away. You didn't check the night sky for flashes of red. Slept in your bedroom with curtains drawn tight. Turned your porch light off to lower your electric bill. You drowned yourself in work. You had reverted to that same boring person you were before last Halloween. God, I'm a piece of shit. Now it was December, and you were too busy working overtime and arguing with your family about upcoming visits to even give the cryptid a moment of your time. Bitch! God damn it! Mothman is real! Any Get instance your fingers in which, out of the potato salad! Any instant in this, you passed out on the couch as a result of your exhaustion. That's exactly what happened. Exhaustion. 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 Yeah. That's exactly what happened December 13th. 13, 12 days before Christmas. You got to cut down your Christmas tree. You trudged into your small house, cursing the darkness and the cold that it brought with it. Fuck you, dark. You You reeked of fast food and fatigue, a scent that you carried more often than not. The last couple of months had trapped you in a vicious cycle of overwork and poor health. You barely had any time to take care of yourself, but you never really cared. You don't really have friends or family. There was no one to tell you to put a stop to this. Damn, Jared. Cut it out, bud. In short, you were slowly and unwittingly killing yourself. Of course, you weren't thinking about any of this while you fumbled to unlock your front door. Nope. You were thinking about changing into some PJs and going directly to bed. Uh Uh-huh. You managed to accomplish going to bed, but the first task was quickly abandoned. In fact, you didn't even make it to your bedroom. Within minutes of entering your home, you tossed your keys on the coffee table, flopped on the couch, out. In your haste, you made two crucial mistakes. One. One. You left the door unlocked. And the front porch light on. Two. Fast asleep, you had not the slightest inclination as to what would occur next. Well, you should have fucking ate some nuts before you went to bed. You need your protein when you go to bed. Glass of water and some nuts, man. You were oblivious to the creak of the doors that opened. You were ignorant of the ruby orbs illuminating in the darkness. <gasps> you were unaware of the snow being tracked into your house. Hell, you were unaware that it was snowing at all. Most importantly, you did not know that there was an intruder in your home. So what happens when you get hammered and drive home? (laughs) You only became aware of this issue when the aforementioned placed a soft hand on your cheek. This action caused you to scream rather loudly. What the hell are you doing in my house? You yelled at the perpetrator, (laughs) scrambling to turn on the lamp in the corner. If you were going to have to fight a robber or call the police, you might as well see what you were up against. This, however, was no robber. 
Nope. Was it mothy? As soon as your eyes landed on this shaggy, hairy being, Chewbacca? your heart raced for a different <laughs> <reason>. <laughs> It's you, you ass, not believing what's in front of your eyes. Mothman, who at this point had cowered away upon hearing you shout, Mothman, shot up with excitement. His eyes glowed a cheerful red, and his antennae stood tall on his head. He gave a delighted chirp, flapping his wings with joy. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly, you approach the cryptid, feeling the corners of your lips curl up in a grin. So I'm not crazy, huh? Mothman shook his head and chirped. You noticed that he was covered in a light dusting of snow, and you couldn't help but giggle. It was also kind of cute. So what brings you here? Actually, let's back up a bit. How did you get it? How'd you get what? How'd you get it, dude? You simply pointed at the an-, an antenna at the door and the other to the keys you had abandoned. Right. Oh, I shiny. forgot to lock my door. Shit happens. Whatever. Anyways, why uh-huh. are you here? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Really gave up fast. <laughs> <laughs> this answer took a little bit longer. The creature nervously fluttered his wings, knocking a few throw pillars off your couch in the process. He gave a hum of an apology and picked them back up. They were now covered in dust. Succeeding some more... This is like the dusty version of your water lady. Yeah. Oh, the dried up one? Yeah. Succeeding <laughs> this is some, the bush version. Succeeding Dustin some everywhere. more stalling and intensified humming. The dry heat version. Mothman finally responded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I needed to wet the whistle. Mm. From within his folds of fur... He unraveled, of fur. he unraveled a string of ghost lights. You had given him those lights when he first visited. They were the very reason he even stopped in the first place. Years ago. Though when he showed them to you, they weren't on. Oh, no. Ugh. You breathed, a frown taking over your face. Did they stop? He gave you a sad nod. Hmm. Luckily, I think they just need new batteries. Just follow me, bruh. Don't knock anything over. <laughs> in your head, you felt that you were going crazy. Mothman, though he had been a visitor in the past, was in your home and begging you to fix his broken batteries. If that wasn't insane, you have no idea what was. Uh-huh. Perhaps this was some sort of recurring fever dream you were having. Looking over at his elated expression, however, put those thoughts on the back burner. Even this was just a figment of your imagination. You wouldn't miss the chance to bring joy to this gentle creature. It only took a few minutes to locate some new batteries and replace the old ones, but Mothman impatiently buzzed around you. You'll admit he's a bit annoying, but you were too tired to care. Once you were finished, you handed the cryptid his toy back with a smile. That should do it. You flipped the switch and the ghost lit up immediately, along with the moth's face. He let out a series of happy chirps and hums, (laughs) fluttering his wings with glee as he draped the lights around his shoulders. Before you had time to process what was happening next, he had pulled you into a horribly soft hug. Like, seriously, this dude could be a beautiful blanket. Out of instinct, though, you thought you had to pull away. His antennae dropped and the fire burning in his eyes died down. There were a series of apologetic hums and shy flaps of his wings. He looked like a scolded puppy and you could not take the guilt. I'm sorry, big guy. Just wasn't expecting a hug. Sighing, you wrapped around. You wrapped your arms around his large frame. Just give me a warning next time, bruh. You buried your chest in his thick fur, feeling each hum as it vibrated through his body. You felt no malice from the strange being, which is probably why you allowed yourself to be lulled to sleep in his arms. 
That and the combination of softness and sleep deprivation. Either way, you were too tired to process the fact that he had picked you up and carried you back to the couch from where you, from where he had discovered you. God damn it, Jared. Such a bitch. In addition wow. to that, you had no idea that he located a blanket and laid it over you. Wow. There were a lot of things that you failed to notice that night, but one was considerably more important that than the others. You did not know that he found himself a blanket and also fell asleep for the night. Dun, dun. So he's got a pet moth man now. Essentially. You groggily lifted your head from the crouch and rubbed the crust of sleep the crust of sleep away from your eyes. There was a split second of panic when you forgot that it was Saturday and you were late for work. What? You forgot that it was Saturday and thought you were late for work. Mm. That anxiety quickly subsided when you recalled that it was Saturday. Correct. You just blame it on the migraine. Always. (laughs) Relieved, you yawned, pushed aside your blanket, swung your feet over to the side of the couch. To your horror, they made contact with something warm and furry. His wife. You yelped, immediately recalling from whatever you had touched. The earlier fear that you had just dispelled was creeping up again, but for different reasons. Before you had time to convince yourself of doing otherwise, you peeked over the edge of the couch to see what was the offending object. You gasped. (laughs) Below you lie your cryptid friend, deep within the holds of slumber. He clutched a now powdery, dusted blanket to his chest while lying curled up on the floor. As you sat in silence, you could hear the subtle rattle of his breathing. For some reason, your eyes were glued to the creature. Though he had proved himself to be real and was now a part of your life, his presence still baffles you. What baffles you even more was his was how his antennae twitched as he slept in the same manner that a dog does, moving its legs while dreaming. You couldn't help but to find him a little cute. This is like the fourth time this guy has thought this thing was cute. <laughs> yep. However cute it may be, though, the slumbering mothman was still an issue. You had no idea how to handle the situation you were in. On one hand, you wanted to wake him up and try to get some answers as to why he thought he could just come over for a sleepover. On the other hand, you found it kind of cruel to disrupt his peaceful slumber. Eventually, you let your soft side take control and decided to leave him be. Make him a breakfast, for fuck's sake. Yeah, get some eggs and bacon out. Being as cautious as possible, you managed to walk around his body and into the kitchen. The more that you thought about it, the less you remembered ever leaving the the kitchen. What exactly had you climbed onto the couch? That thought plagued you as you sleepily went through the motions of making yourself some coffee. Your eyes were drawn to the dark liquid, mindlessly watching as it swirled around in your cup. The sight and smell of it put you into a trance that was only broken when you heard a very distinct chirp. Oh, man, there's a lot to this. You lifted your head, instinctively looking out of the window to see if there was a bird. The snow gathering on the windowsill reminded you that it was still the dead of winter, so there's no fucking birds. Nope. Shrugging, you turned around, only to be met by a wall of fuzz. Oh, that's right. Mothman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, big guy, did I wake you up? Mothman nodded, but he did not seem to be mad. In fact, he seemed quite thrilled to see you awake. He chirped once more, antennae sticking straight up in the air. The ghost string lights clung around his body, still lit up. You laughed. Sorry, dude, I was trying to be quiet. You held up your cup of coffee up in his direction. Want some coffee? Might help you stay awake. The creature curiously looked down at the cup of coffee. It's hot. In confusion. Right. You probably never had coffee. 
I guess you could try mine if you want, as long as you don't got some weird moth disease or something. <laughs> what? Fucking Jared, god damn it. The intensity of his... like, he wants to have sex with Mothman. The intensity of his red eyes increased, and the moth timidly leaned forward. A slender proboscis... Proboscis. Proboscis poked out from underneath a patch of fuzz, and you had to do your best not to flinch. You just assumed that he had a mouth, forgetting that, in fact, he was moth. Yeah, but that's what they lick on stuff with. Not wanting to offend him, though, you smiled. The tubular tendril flicked into the ceramic cup for a split second, only to immediately retract. Stepping backwards, Mothman made a horrible screeching noise and put his hands where his mouth was supposed to be. His eyes dimmed, both antennae went down, putting down the cup of coffee. You took a few steps toward the cryptid. What happened? Are you okay? Eyes wide with concern, you put a hand on his fur-covered chest. The creature emitted a soft whimper, pointing to the cup and then to where his proboscis rest. Mm. I take it you don't like heat. Sighing, you returned to the counter to pick the mug up, taking a sip for yourself. You spit it back into the cup directly after. Fuck, that's hot. You f- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. You fanned your mouth. Wow. You fanned your mouth, abandoning the beverage. God damn it, Jeff. No wonder Jared. you didn't like it. I'm so sorry, bro. I didn't mean to hurt you. Mad at yourself for being so careless, you were determined to make it up for him. Wow. Yeah, I make it better. Heading to the fridge, you opened up the top door of the freezer. In the very back, you kept an incredibly old box of cheap popsicles. Typically, they were saved for when you were sick and didn't feel like eating anything, but this was far nobler of a cause. You pulled out a blue, obviously the best choice, then rummaged through the kitchen for a pair of scissors. That was in the story? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not being able to find them, you settled on attempting a tricky maneuver with a knife. Either way, you got the popsicle open and handed it to your unlikely friend. Try this. It's cold, and it will uh, help your... uh, Tongue thing, dude. And it's fruit flavored, <laughs> right? Mossy fruit, right? Nectar? I don't know. You grimaced as you ate. You grimaced at your own uneducated words. Just try it, bruh. Eyes full of suspicion, he unfurled his proboscis once more, using it to prod around the frozen treat. He finally settled on a spot, quickly sucking all the flavor out of the ice. His eyes regained their vivid color, and he chirped with joy. The delighted creature continued to work on the popsicle, though nothing but remnants of melted ice was able to be procured. That didn't seem to bother him, though. He happily hummed, using the warmth of his hams to speed the melting process. Watching him eat this popsicle with childlike glee brought a dopey grin onto your face. It was odd. For years, you have heard stories about how this monster has terrorized your town, scaring and even hurting people. But how could this gentle creature ever hurt anyone? He was no monster at all. No. How could his reputation get so misconstrued? How? Laughing to yourself at the absurdity of it all, you picked up your cup of coffee and took a sip. It was still very hot, but now drinkable. Is that better? You seem to like it pretty well. (laughs) He tore his eyes away from the remnants of his snacks to fix them on you. His antennae were sticking straight in the air, another testament to his joy. With a shy demeanor, he shuffled forward, emitting the soft hum that you had begun to get used to. The cryptid tapped your shoulder, opening his arms soon after. You started to remember what happened last night. He tried to hug you, but you were scared. You requested that he give you a warning before doing that next time, returning to his arms only to fall asleep. He listened to you. 
With a sigh, you lean forward, letting the chalky fur brush against your skin. Thanks for the warning, Beth. Sorry about the coffee. Hopefully, I made up to it. Jesus. He drew, <laughs> he drew oh. you in, wrapping his arms around you tight as confirmation. You felt a smile creep to your face as you tried to hug back. Maybe you wouldn't mind having him around after all. There's, there's so much more, I think. Oh, no, this is the last one. The last part. I hope Jared dies. <laughs> I really do. Holy fuck. How long is this podcast? Two and a half hours now? All right. Perfect. We're on the last part. So far, how do you feel about the uh, Mothman? It's a kid's story, man. Yeah. I wanted some rape, some I mean, violence. It's all underlying. The rape already happened. Like, he was raped against that door. Mothman did not release no, you from this hug no as quickly as you would have liked. The embrace became a little suffocating. Oh, here comes rape, too. The real rape. <laughs> you tried to hint at being done by pulling away, and he quickly let you go. His Aww. antennae went down, and he gave you a few low chirps of sadness. <laughs> it's fine. I just couldn't breathe. I kind of have to do that, you know? <laughs> Pulling the mug to your lips, you take another sip of the warm drink. It had now cooled down to a perfect temperature. Peeking over the edge of your cup, you noticed that the giant moth was staring intensely at you. Rather, he was staring intensely at you. Raising oh. an eyebrow, you shot him an odd glance. Uh, what's that, bro? See? The creature perked up, being very happy. You want some more coffee? The creature was very happy. You rolled your eyes, finding it amusing that he was so eager to try something that just hurt him. Nevertheless, you held out the mug for a second taste test. The proboscis moved, and you decided that if he likes it, he can just have it. The tubular appendage snaked into the cup, and you had to look away. It still bothered you, but whatever. Instead, you focused on the cryptid's fuzzy face and just how happy he seemed to be. Cool. Before even ha asking if he liked it, you carefully placed the mug in his hands. You smiled. Go on and have the rest. Just place the cup in the sink when you're done, bruh. Oh, and throw away the popsicle wrapper, too. Don't want to pollute the earth. I read... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, yeah, so throw, yeah, just throw it in the garbage can. Don't want to pollute the earth. I'd rather you not get the counter or the floor sticky, either. Oh, okay. There's ants. Yep. Pushing past the preoccupied mothman, you headed towards the hallway. I'll be right back. Don't, uh... Don't fuck around. With Does the, it say that in there? <laughs> it says don't mess with anything, but whatever. I want to make him more pro. With the underlying question, if it was a smart idea to leave him alone, floating around in your house, you hurried off to your room, quickly locating something that wasn't your day-old work clothes. You slipped on your fanciest outfit and rushed back into the kitchen. You really wanted to see your friend. Unfortunately, Mothman did not listen to you. He was frantically running, rummaging around through your kitchen. All of your stuff was everywhere. Every cabinet and drawer was open, though none of the contents seemed to have been Where's the lights? Moved. Where's the lights? Where's the lights? Where's the lights? Where's the lights? Upon seeing that you had returned, he stopped what he was doing and let out a sad hum. Sighing, you looked up at the looming being with a frown. What the fuck do you think you're doing? I told you not to mess with anything. You said fuck around. Mothman whimpered, showing you the crumbled piece of plastic in his hand. Oh, well, you no. don't know where the trash can is? You asked, pointing to the popsicle wrapper. He nodded, eyes dim, antenna down. 
laughing. <laughs> Jesus. You took the piece of plastic out of his hand and placed it inside the trash can directly next to the counter. Oh. It's right there, you big dummy. Whoa. Mothman tilted his head down, letting out a few dejected chirps. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. You couldn't find it. It's not a big deal. I'd rather you not go through all my drawers, though. You don't know what kind of stuff I could be hiding. Ah, dildos. Anal beads. You directed a bright smile in his direction, patting his fuzzy arm and then patting his fuzzy chest. 1904 erotica. The bear. Mmm. Mothman chirped again, this time being much more happier than usual. His antennae slowly lifted up as he emitted soft, soothing hums while I caressed his chest. Stealing Stealing a glance at his face, you noticed just how happy he seemed to be getting. His actions were kind of childish, and you almost felt as if you were enjoying being this kind of man to the moth. However, you were not in a position to support a child, let alone a fucking monster. You internally flinched at your own word choice. He's not a monster. Your interactions with him were so beautiful, so precious. He was simply different from you, but deserved care nonetheless. You figured it must be lonely for him. Although people were constantly hunting him, it was unlikely that he had any real friends at all. Maybe he had a family. Or maybe you were just the last source of his life. Wow. I don't get that sentence. Either way, you needed to figure out how this would work out. How's this going to work out, dude? Wow. Uh, So, what's up, bud? uh, Why'd you sleep on my floor last night? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fine. But as long as it stays as a one-time incident. One time only. <laughs> I don't really like being scared, bro. It's not gay. This fucker has a family, too. Remember he told me he has kids and shit? No. Well, no, he's been lonely the entire time. Yeah, he's lonely. You can't just be coming <laughs> in in the middle of the night. You're lucky I don't have to work right now. So it was all good, but that might not always be the case. His eyes dimmed immediately following your words, and you could feel your heart breaking ever so. Dude, I'd be a manager for this motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't want to hurt the creature. You teach me how to fly, man. Let's go for a ride. You didn't right? want to hurt the creature, but the question still stood. After a few sad whimpers, he eventually pointed a furry finger at you. What? Food. Me? What about me? He pointed at you once more, this time towards your nether regions. What's another region? <laughs> your dick. Your dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's finally happening. I told you. <laughs> Round three of rape. Why are you pointing at me, bro? Mothman released an irritated hum, followed by a succession of increasingly irritated chirps. Gesturing wildly, he attempted to grab at your waist, but you could not you could Dick. not get him off you faster. Do so. I'm sorry, bro. I don't understand. I, I don't understand why you were reacting to this question. You can't even talk to me. You haven't learned that by now? Defeated, you just sat down at the table, rubbing your thighs and thought. <laughs> I don't understand. What that. the fuck is going on? <laughs> I just wish we could communicate better, you know? You understand me, but I don't understand you. This. <laughs> he sounds like a woman. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's so much more I wish I could know about you, but I guess we'll never find out. Mothman gave another depressed chirp, walking over and placing his hand on your thigh. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You were able to muster up a sad smile, and one thought still lingered in your mind. Why are you becoming so affectionate? Why do you want to know more about this Mothman? 
Did you know he would become a problem, or are you letting him be a problem? <laughs> what the this, this, I don't know. This, this took a turn. Oh my god! I told you what was this bad what, candy four twenty thing was about. It seems like both of you just need somebody. So what's the point of pushing him away? You had become so entrapped in your own singular human relationships, you didn't even notice that the Mothman was no longer touching your thigh. The realization that he had started touching other things had just occurred to you as he reached in. Well done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was his penis. You then went across the room and grabbed a <laughs> you then went across the room and grabbed a notebook and pen well if you can't talk you can write yeah that's how that works <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> tilting your head you clicked the pen you handed him the pen <laughs> this writing sucks he thought of a way to talk to you you could you did it your eyes lit up with excitement and you immediately sat up in your chair. You can write English! The moth hesitated. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> the moth hesitated, finally giving you a more or less sign with his hands. Jesus. He sat, he sat down with the pen, <laughs> the notebook on the table, and had a seat. He then located a suitable page to begin working. The shaggy fur covering his massive arm made it difficult to see what he was doing, so you sat next to him, bubbling with anticipation. Was he going to love you? At last, his message was revealed. Was he? <laughs> there, written on the line paper, was a crude drawing depicting what you assumed was you and Mothman. Inscribed underneath, it was a misspelled word written in sloppy print. Freend. Freend. You weren't sure why, but you felt yourself starting to tear up as you look up to your beautiful creature. I'm I'm your friend, you asked, needing confirmation. He nodded with enthusiasm as he started holding you closer. Well, I guess I'm, you're my friend, too. That's how it ends. Are you serious? Yeah. So the moth touched his dick and then called That's him a ends. friend? Wow. That is not no an rape. ending. No rape. Wow. Bad candy, 420. You, you need to fucking go back to cashiering. Wow. That was a long fucking story. Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed episode what will be 41, but is 42. Our spooky Halloween spectacular. <laughs> uh... I, I give a very soft thank you to Blood Candy 420 because that was like the weakest story I've ever read. God. Why didn't you read it ahead of that time? Was the I, worst. Didn't think, I thought it got sexual after that page three. That was the three. worst Mothman erotica I've ever heard in my life. So anyway, so what, what I looked up to find it was called Crypto Erotica. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like not real money, like cryptocurrency. Yeah, no, crypto, cryptids. Yeah. Cryptology That's yeah. where you get crypto. All that's still fake. I know. <laughs> but either way, so uh yeah, we're gonna end this because we're at like two hours forty minutes. Yeah. But uh So high five guys, we did it. This is a new season. Halloween special. Uh it's Halloween. 
Spooky. I think, I think in the last episode Halloween. we also ended it saying it's a new season, so you may hear this twice. Um, but don't disregard what we said last time. Just <laughs> or if you ever hear well, it, next, you will hear next. Time. I'll, I'll release it. I just got to go through and edit your thing next time from the. Oh yeah, thing. my commercials and my. No, I have to go through and cut every fucking part that it doubles. Yeah. Easy, yeah. But uh, anyways, do yeah, that so thanks my... for listening. Sweet. Uh, feel free to follow us on Facebook. He's got a or... spaceman chair. He can do that for days. Yeah. So you can follow us on Facebook at Hostile Gentleman or Instagram at Hostile underscore Gentleman, correct? Yes. You could try it. I think it's that. Yeah. Um, for all our listeners in Chesapeake, thanks for returning for season Fuck three. Yeah, season to three. Everyone else, to everyone else, uh, we also want to thank you for returning. And our new listeners who've been paying us all this money, fucking killing it. Yeah, all this fucking Yeah, thanks for uh, paying for my car insurance. Uh, yeah. Advertisers, please reach out to my email at austinarmod at gmail.com. And yeah, we hit us up, man. We're episode 30 something. 40. We're episode 40 something. <laughs> are we still uh, shouting at Carhartt? We got a new. Uh, no, we we're going to drop them. We're going to have a new sponsor after the election. Yeah. Look, yeah, we dropped them. Carhartt is done. Um, I mean, we well, you should still wear their clothing, but yeah. Yeah. Bad. bad the women are taken. Yep. They're assholes, basically. Yep. They, they, they told us to not shout them out anymore because we're not giving them good publicity. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, when you tell uh, when you tell people that you want to have sex with their CEO, they get kind of upset. Yeah, that's because... Or any of their employees, really. You really need to stop... It. need to stop trying to have sex with CEO? Well, look, I'm just trying to make a buck. I right? get it. I get it, but none of us are making money now. I know. I know. Well, thanks for listening, and you're about to hear... A band that I almost forgot that we had called Zyor, which I believe is like 1970, 1969 or something. Can you spell sure. it to the listeners? Z-I-O-R. Zyor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The song is called, and this is for Halloween, Entrance of the Devil. Yeah. So, yeah. I like the, like the screaming. You're about to hear a lot more screaming. <laughs> <laughs>